The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. All right. 
Nigga, fuck that green shit. Nigga, fuck that green shit. Rep it for the beans. Welcome to the... Shit. Told him, welcome to the bean, bitch. Young niggas getting money. Put it on the bean, bitch. Out of town is acting funny. Put him in that bean quick. Lay a nigga down for me. Niggas ain't seen shit. In the trap all night. Me and my niggas get stacks off white. It's what it is, nigga. That's that life. Nigga, what you try to cop? Cause we got that price. Hey, crack, no crash when we roll on dice. All black, blacked out when we blow them pipes. Niggas out here really live that life. Little ass nigga trying to earn them stripes. Off top, rock spray, let them shots pop. Dorchester, let them shots pop. A block got them shot spotters. Everybody think they godfathers. Nigga, everybody think they block the hardest. Me and my niggas gon' rock regardless. The city go hard, you better ask the coppers. Putting it on for my city. Putting it on for my city. If you putting it on for your city, all my real niggas fuck with me. I'm just putting it on for my city. Putting it on for my city. If you put it on for your city, all my real Yo, 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 welcome y'all. Appreciate y'all coming into the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I'm your boy Trey Frazier, that's Maestro Styles over yeah, there in the house. Yeah. Just a couple reminders, y'all. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, you can follow us on Instagram, and you can follow us on Twitter. If you got any questions or comments about the show, just email us at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. We got the WordPress blog site, go check that out on wordpress.com. Uh, Maestro put up a nice uh, blog post just the other day about T.O. And we're going to talk about that a little later in the show. Um, just want to holler at Make some sure folks. y'all go to that blog site, man, and read that, that post, man. I put a lot of hard work and effort into it, meaning I was typing on my phone, you know what I'm saying, working hard. You know, I, I was motivated and you know, and to write that piece. And I... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Works very hard, meaning I put like maybe 25 minutes into it. Yeah, just want to welcome some folks in the chat room. Uh, I see Miss Mocha Bella was good. Yo. Big L was good, man. Yo. Appreciate y'all joining the show, man. So, what well, was good, man? We had a big game. Just, man, we uh, had Sunday. A, we, easy does it. What up? We had a great fucking game, man. And, 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 and though I was right, I don't like the I don't like the outcome. I didn't like the outcome, but I mean, I saw. I mean, I called it. You know, as far just as, not in that fashion. Um, certainly not in that fashion. Um, I, I didn't think it was going to be that. No, but um, I definitely had them winning. Um, you know, and we'll get into that. Look, I, the Wizards is number three in the in the East right now. Uh, I, 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 I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Like sports wise, I'm good. I mean, I'm good, man. I, I really can't complain. Yeah, should you should be happy. Unlike, uh, unlike Ms. Mocha Bella, did you read my post on on WordPress? Did I read it? No, Mocha Bella left a comment saying she saw my IG post. You need to read my blog post. Okay, well, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But, uh, yeah, man, the, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 51, man. Um, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I think it was, for me... It was an interesting day because I was still trying to figure out, you know, what the, what the fellas was going to do. Like, right. are we going to go right. to a bar and watch the game? Were we going to go to somebody's crib and watch the game? And so for the second year in a row, I'm at home with Debbie. I'm home with Nate and, you know, my newest addition, Natalie. You know, I'm, I'm at home with the wife and kids watching Snuggle, the Super Bowl. And, you know, all's good. I hooked up the man crib and all that stuff and... Um, 
you know, move that table out of the way that, um, you know, that we normally do our shows on while we're in the man cave there. Um, you know, straighten everything out, have some chips, have some food, some good, you know, some good eats right there. And, you know, the family, we chilled, we, we sat down, we watched the game and, you know, we're watching this first half unfold and the Falcons are just basically blitzing the Patriots. Um, at one point it was 21, nothing in the, in the second quarter. And so I think at that point, my wife drifts off. She goes to sleep mm-hmm. because, you know, the game is boring. It's one-sided and all that good stuff. And so um, she eventually went downstairs in the bedroom to go to sleep. I put Natalie in her crib so she could fall asleep. So it's just basically me and Nate upstairs in the man cave watching the game, watching it unfold. And so it's only right. It's What's up? That's it. It's only right. Absolutely, it's absolutely. Right. You know, Nate wanted to shoot some hoops and all that stuff. You know, so but you know that that's all good. He 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 he's a young cat. You know, it's, it's all good just to keep him busy and all that. But uh, man, as this game unfolded, right, and just to give you, um, just kind of give you a glimpse of what I saw, um, three plays really stuck out to me. In, in, in this game, and I, and I think everybody knows which plays I'm, I'm referring to here. So, fourth quarter, I believe it's the fourth quarter, and the Falcons got the ball, it's third and one, and they decide to call a pass play, mm-hmm. and Matt Ryan gets the ball fumbled. Um, you know, good job by um, whoever that was. Trey, something, Trey, something, I forget his name. Trey. Yeah, yeah, good good job by him Trey uh, to, knock that, to knock that ball out and uh, recover the fumble, and it set up the Patriots at, I think, like the 24, 25-yard line there. So that's an easy seven points right there. And in this case, it was an easy um, – it was an easy eight points because they, they scored a touchdown and then they put up the two-point conversion. So that was play one for me. Play number two, um, and this is right after that great, great catch by Julio Jones. Um, great job by him getting the feet down the way he did, the catch, the throw. I mean, everything about that play was just so brilliant, and it just made you think, okay, they get this field goal right here in the situation, about three minutes left in the game. They could put this thing away. They could walk out of there with the trophy. Mm-hmm. So, again, an- another situation here. It's second and 11. I think it's second and 11 or second and 12. And Matt Ryan basically takes a sack like 12 yards back of the line of scrimmage. So, right. basically, now you've made the field goal try a little bit harder than what it needed to be. So, after that play, here comes my third play of the game, the holding penalty, the 10-yard holding penalty, and now you're out of field goal range at that point, mm-hmm. and Maestro, the moment that happened, I said the Falcons are going to lose this game. I mean, I, 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 I mean, yeah, they got the ball back with like 50 seconds left and all that. I mean, they dinked and dunked a little bit. I mean, they re- it really wasn't a sense of urgency on that last drive prior to the game going into overtime. But once the holding penalty came on that drive, I said the Falcons lost this game. Um, It was just too much momentum going into the game. And another thing that really was so unnoticed, especially early in the game because the Falcons was up by like 28-9, to 
the time of possession was like a two to one ratio in favor of the Patriots at that right. time. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you got the Brady pick six that put them up twenty one to nothing. So obviously, the Falcons put up points pretty quickly. Um, Kyle Shanahan and Dan Quinn, man, to me, they're the goats of the game, man. Um, I, I, I just, it, it's just inexplicable why these coaches think they're smarter than everybody else in in situations like this. Um, you know, you run the ball. Yeah. You 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 run the ball in that situation. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? It it just to me it, it made absolutely no sense to throw that football in that situation, knowing you got points, knowing that your defense had been out there for quite some time, it's like, okay, look, my defense tired. Let's just get these three points. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's host this trophy. And, you know, I I, I hate to say it, Falcons, but, um... You blew it! Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, well, my take on the game, um... And I don't want to get too uh, too deep into you know the play by play quite yet, but my 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 synopsis of the game was, um, and I hate to well I don't hate to harken back to the Steelers, but we talked about this when the Pittsburgh lost to New England, mm-hmm. and play these receivers man to man, bump them off the bump them off their off their release. Yep, they ran cover one robber. Pretty much the entire first half, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's it worked. Mm-hmm. It was working. Um, of course, you was expecting them to make adjustments, but at the end of the day, um, they was getting pressure on the quarterback. They was doing. They were doing say, everything. Everything. I mean, the the. I think it was uh, Wayne uh, Jarrett's first sack where he. Ran uh, the offensive line, got him past them. Mm-hmm. He had to come all curl all the way back around to get the sack. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the type of shit that man coverage does. I feel against these receivers because if you can cover these receivers, that again they're smart receivers. Yep, but they're not the fastest. They're not they're the not most physical. athletic. Yep. They're not the most physical receivers. So it's like when you have when you have that, it's like okay. You can play these folks man to man, and, and and you know give your front four an opportunity to get to the quarterback, and that's what I saw in this in the first half, obviously, and right. then even got the rare opportunity of tricking Tom Brady. Um, that Alfred interception, that pick six, was Tom Brady being fooled, thinking not being able to uh, to tell. Whether the guy was spying was spying him or not, mm-hmm. they he thought somebody else was spying him, and that wasn't the play. Grego, what this, up, man? Look at this nigga right yeah, here. nah, they, and, and you can flex, man. You can talk all. The, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you can talk all the shit you want to talk right now. This episode, uh, oh, um, look, and um, so so that so it's like okay, you there. And then in the second half, you decide now it's like it's like as aggressive as they play in defensively, they decided now let's be conservative in the second half and see if we can hold them off. Let's play. Let's now after all we did, we went up twenty one up twenty one three a half. We were twenty one three a half, and now is the time when you decide. All right, let's go away from what we've been, what we were doing. 
Now let's play cut. Let's play cover. No, they, we're talking. We're talking defensively, defensively for the Falcons. With the Falcons, did defensively. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Because it, uh, I forget who I heard say this. It's never really about um, when you're a good team playing the Patriots. It's never really about what you can do offensively against the Patriots defense. Mm-hmm. It's always more about what your defense is able to it's do. It's more to about Patriots that. Offense. Absolutely right. So it's no reason. For them to have started playing like a days of cool on defense and to stop being aggressive because you was up twenty five points, uh, Deacon Dale, what up? I, I I can't understand. I can't fathom for the life of me. You are playing the New England Patriots. Dan Quinn of all people know this dude track, know this team's track record. Like yep. you can't was uh, in the Super Bowl two years ago with the Seahawks, right? And you know, so you can't go and and, and play and play. The Patriots like that, man. You can't, you can't do it. You defensively, if anything, defensively, your foot has got to be on the gas the entire duration of the game. Because if you give Tom Brady a shot, mm-hmm. he's going to do exactly what he did. They never panicked. You know, they what the, never panicked. But Maestro, you know what the problem is there? And and I I, I get you that the defense. Was last a day, lack of days ago, and, and it's I, the play calling. It was I, the play calling. I, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. The play calling on what on the defensive on part? the defensive side. I'm not even. We ain't even talking about offense. Sure, just, sure. Because I feel like you cut the offense. I don't feel like yeah, I really need to say nothing else offensively. I mean those three those three key plays. Um, that to me changed the game. But again, I'm looking more at how you affect the offense because mm. the defense. I mean, look. The Patriots defense, they are number one scoring defense. Blah, blah, blah. Look, you can score on this team. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was proof. It, it was proof F- in the yeah, Super Bowl. You can score yeah. on this team. If you, with that offense, you can score on this team. So it's not about what you did to them right. offensively. It's about how do you stop Tom Brady. But you know what the problem is? And I, and I said it earlier. And I, I, I get you with the defensive side of the ball for the Falcons. The problem was they was out there too much. I mean, again, the first half, that time of possession was just yeah, whacked out. Yeah, I mean, I, it's 100%. And that, that was going to be my second point. My second point was going to be is that the defense shouldn't have been on the, on the field that long. But the reason why the play calling was my first point is because with – and if you, and I'm obviously just doing this by halves. Mm-hmm. By halftime, the defense play – that system was working. Mm-hmm. You got one more game to win <laughs> for the Super Bowl championship. So there's a time to stretch yourself. And, the, and, and you know, maybe they was in the locker room talking about, we tired, we can't keep this up. I don't know. Right, right, right. There's no reason why you let up off the gas at this point and go from a, from what was working. Sure. It was, I mean, not... It wasn't just working. It was. It worked. No, but it was. At, at, it was working, and at the same time, you knew the Patriots were going to make the adjustment. And... Well, but again, and, and and this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously they were going to try to make adjustments, but at the same at at the same time, what what could you do that made Chris Hogan a faster wide receiver or Edelman a faster wide receiver? Or excuse me, Amadola, faster wide receiver. Like pressing these, what they did was mess up rhythm. Mm-hmm. And as long as you can continue to mess up rhythm, I'm not saying the Patriots wasn't going to get the yardage. I'm, you know, what I'm saying right. I'm not even saying that they weren't going to score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But if you mess up their rhythm, mm-hmm. 
you got a way better shot at winning than sitting in pockets, right? Letting them run, do what they want to do. I mean, didn't did nobody watch the Steelers tape? We sat in pockets and watched them run, mm-hmm. and they were just throwing all over. No, us. absolutely. Uh, uh, again, though, and uh, another key moment in the game. It was a one Patriot drive. Del, appreciate the support, man. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you said he had to. Oh yeah, I Del. Support, appreciate you, Del, man. Um, yeah, there was a, another moment in this game. It was in the first half, and it was the Patriot drive that Brady threw the pick six. I think you had like three consecutive holding calls against the Falcons, which kind of helped extend that time of possession. Um, throughout the game. Well, actually, they don't they don't count penalty plays. They don't oh, count oh, you mean when the clocks? I guess the clock stops yeah, after the penalty, penalty and all that. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I was I bought oh. that somebody had brought that up in a uh, um, a podcast I was listening to uh, today. They mm-hmm. apparently they don't count uh, penalty plays. Mm-hmm. So they, but in, they, but they, in they, real but in real time in real though. time yeah but but just statistics that didn't count. statistics didn't they matter didn't but in real time. Yeah. That offense for the Falcons was on that bench a good hour and some change. So yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's see what Greg Edelman's said. He knows DBs were getting tired, right? And and I'm not even this right, but still, if there is not a game where you have something that works, mm-hmm. you had something that was working. I, I know you tired, I, and I totally understand. You have every right to be tired the first half. Yeah, you played. I, I think it, I think this was the offense's game to win. You in, have in my the. Eyes. Well, I agree with that, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, you can't just say offense won us the game. You still have to uh, ha- get stops. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So, I agree. So, the the perfect scenario would have been for the Falcons. Okay, they would have scored the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots would have scored, you know, um, you know, they might have scored 25. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the idea was... The Falcons can score forty absolutely any given game, and, and, and certainly against that defense, the way they were dominating that defense. Right, and Grego's saying the coaches probably dropped them the zone because they didn't mind trading scores. And like you said, Grego, the problem is y'all y'all wasn't scoring, especially in the second half. Offense really, I mean, aside from the one touchdown in the second half, everything else it, it just wasn't you know it just wasn't going for y'all. Like the um, the onside kick. That the Patriots did, and it failed on them. The Falcons got the ball middle of the field, yeah. and they did nothing. They did nothing. They did yeah. nothing with it, yeah. you know. And then I don't. I don't need to go and tarp into you know later in the game after that. I I, I think the coaches, um, particularly Dan Quinn, because it starts with him, man. You you, you have to know situational football, and I, I'm I'm as big on time of possession as anybody as a as a football yeah, fan. Yeah. You you have to know that you need to be running the ball. More. That you got to run this football. You got two running backs. <laughs> you got these guys. But, I think, but I, I, and I agree with that. But I think but I think keeping the pressure on along with on defense, keeping the pressure on him mm-hmm. that helps, and that would have helped the it defense. definitely helps. It would have helped the defense rest up because uh, you can again. You just can't. You can't go. So a game plan that's working as well as that game plan worked in the first half. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't leave that game plan. I'm sorry, you can't do it. No, I agree. You can't do it. I, 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 you can't I totally, do it. I totally agree with because that. Because there's an opportunity, and, and again, obviously they were going to make adjustments, and they weren't going to. It wasn't going to be as bad as it was in the first half. Mm-hmm. But if you keep pressure on Tom Brady, that gives him an op, that gives you an opportunity to win a game. Right. 
And, and, and I think the biggest problem in that game was the fact that they let up off the gas defensively. And if it was because they were tired, then shame on them. Because 90, it cost them the Super Bowl. 90 plays to 45 plays yeah, for the entire game. I get it. But that's but that's but you go again, if I'm the Falcons and I go into halftime, I say, look, what we doing is working. We up uh eighteen points at the time. We're mm-hmm. up eighteen points. Mm-hmm. Keep the pressure on, keep the pressure on, and now because we right. got an eighteen point lead, a right. three possession mm-hmm. lead, we could take our time. Right. Run the ball. Right. right. That's gonna give y'all time to try to rest right. up for a possession. Even if you're resting on a possession basis, if you start running the ball and, and you know, time of possession. I'm so with you on right. that. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Defensively, you shouldn't have left the game plan. And now, when you notice that they started to, you know, get things going rhythmically, mm-hmm. because it happened in the third quarter. It did. The, the points didn't show up to the fourth, obviously. Right. But it rhythmically it started. It started in the, in the third. In the third quarter after they scored. They scored, and then um, Gostowski missed the extra right. point. Rhythmically, that. it started happening. Yep. I would yep. immediately started running the ball. Even if I didn't, you know, score in that possession being right. the Falcons, right. you run the ball, give them some chance to collect themselves. Because that drive that drive that the uh, Patriots scored on, mm-hmm. that shit was nothing. They scored like it was nothing. Like it was nothing, yeah. Give them a, give them a chance to, uh, you know, get themselves together, man. Yeah, man. They had no shot. Uh, BS3 Sports Radio was good. What up, what up? Appreciate it. Um, they they had no shot once the Patriots mojo was on, man, offensively. Um, and, you know, uh, again, it's it's all about situational football, you know, for me when it, when it comes to this game. Um, Dan Quinn should have learned from the Seattle Super Bowl. You run the ball in a situation like that. Easy money situation, you run the football. In this Super Bowl, it just seemed like he didn't learn his lesson after that. Um, Kyle Shanahan. Um, uh, Kyle Shanahan took the blame, and he damn sure should have. He should have, yeah. He damn sure should have. I, I wonder how Forty Nine er fans yeah, feel. And for me, and for me, it was more. It was more about if you're talking about coach from a coach's perspective. For me, it was more about Kyle Shanahan than it was about Dan Quinn because. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to run the ball, man. Absolutely. You got to get his defense a chance to collect themselves. Um, you got to run the ball. And, Absolutely. And here's the thing. Anytime they ran that kind of jet sweep play, mm-hmm. they was getting po- positive yardage against the Patriots. Absolutely. Anytime they kicked it outside, yep. they was getting positive yardage. And you notice they kept running it a few more times. I said, they good. Did, yeah, and it's like, you should have been, I mean, I'm not, you should have been doing it, man. You yeah. Should, you, that's what you should have no been doing. No doubt. So you think from. Chief Rocker, what up? So you think from a schematic standpoint that the Falcons defense stopped doing what they were doing just from a schematic standpoint and oh, not from 100%. a 100% and, and not from a that's what happened they just beat our scheme they, they just they beat what we were doing their, they played they played they changed the scheme in an attempt to play conservative conservative football like maybe they thought the Patriots thought that they were out of it yep why would you give Tom because this, here's the thing Tom Brady don't have to throw bombs to, to catch up in a football game. Right. He's cool with getting seven here, 15 here, number five Absolutely. here. Like, he's good. And then every receiver, if you fuck around and put them in the zone, they're yacked. Julie Edelman re- returns the punts. Absolutely. Uh, returned punts at a point in his career. Chris Hogan, all special teams guys who, who can get, if they get in open space, they got an opportunity to run around with the rock. Mm-hmm. So it's like... 
Why would you give these receivers opportunities to run free off routes, sit in the zone, and then have some space to gain to possibly gain yak? We also got to give credit to um, Malcolm Mitchell, who was clutch in the third quarter as well. Yep. Who was getting those those uh, possessions? James White. I mean, obviously James White. I mean, I, he probably I, I, he should have got the MVP. Nah, nah. I, I know a lot of people feel that way. I think he should have got the MVP. Nah, I man. mean, dog. I mean, I know Brady threw for four sixty six. I mean, well, threw the ball sixty times. So I'm not going to say three touchdowns. I'm not going to say that's the case. Um. For the most part, the running game was non-existent. For the most part, if that was a top five running back, he would have got the MVP. Nah, not against Tom. Like, like if that if was you, like if that was I'm, AP. I'm looking at the course of the game. I'm just looking at the course of the sure, game. Sure, sure. Because obviously the stats are the stats. If you look at the stats, that anybody that scored three touchdowns, you sh- you would say MVP. I, I, I get that, but also you got to think. Um, out of those three, two of them was passes, right? Yeah, two of them were passes. Um. The dude, Tom Brady, um, threw this team, threw this team methodically, the same way he's been doing it for his career, methodically threw this team back into this game. And he's great, but I want to give credit to the defense for the Patriots, though, too, because a comeback's not a comeback without the defense getting stops. And the sack on Mac Ryan, twice. You got the sack fumble, and then you got the sack to take them halfway out of field goal range. Those plays don't happen. The Patriots lose that game, and Brady doesn't have a shot to I mean, get them but, back in the game. But, but I mean, and you're right. And but I'm not giving so much credit to the defense because because of this. Well, no, I'm saying some the credit. complete the, the yeah some credit sure. because you, you got to they did everything right, but it was more about how much the Falcons did wrong. Than Absolutely, yeah, yeah, no question about wrong. it. The Falcons messed it up. Yeah, no, no, fa- no question about it's it. Because if we're running the ball. On that on that uh, possession with with the holding call and the um, the holding call and something else that moved ten yards back. Right. Um, if that if they run the ball in those situations, mm-hmm. um, they're in field goal range. When if you're if you're hiking the ball at five seconds left on the play clock as opposed to nineteen seconds on the play clock, you're burning time. Like you know, it's it's, it's simple shit. Like it's almost, it's like they again. It's situational like went, football. It's like they went into the second half <laughs> thinking they already won the game. Yeah, and Grego's got a good perspective on this. He says uh, he thinks they knew the Patriots would have adjusted to the stretch runs and sealed the edges, and Malcolm Brown and Valentine are good enough to stop a center with a broken fibula. That's a hard game to coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, but part, part of it is a good point. Well, I, I forgot about uh, Alex Brown and his uh, the, in, the that game slight injury, that, that, but it but it had no. Effect. I mean, I ain't gonna say it had no effect because they certainly got pressure on Matt Ryan when they when they need to get it. Sure, but, but what I'll say emphatically is that they didn't run those stretch plays to see if they were going to work or not. Right, and right. if you you know what I'm saying, so you can't you can't. Of course, you would like to think that. Common sense wise, they would make those adjustments, but sometimes they make adjustments and it still don't work. Right, right. You works with you go with what's been working for you. That and that's part. Of, I mean, the first play from scrimmage was a thirty-seven yard run from and, a stretch and they, play, and they kept doing it. They kept running the stretch play, so and then they kind of stopped until they stopped the stretch play. Why would you stop running it? That's that's, that's just common football now. You know what it is? If these coaches are trying to outcoach Belichick, and and that that's the problem. It's, it's like you keep trying to think. What Belichick is thinking? Don't do that. And, Coach and, your game. And and odds are, even if Belichick had a better scheme, mm-hmm. they still got to execute. And you got to get you. 
history would suggest in that game that they were better at executing the stretch run than the Patriots were at defending it. Oh, absolutely. Run it until they stop. 100%. Run it until they stop. 100%. Point blank period. And, and it got away from it. Chief, I don't know what you're talking about. He says, Trey, if my aunt had balls, she would be my uncle. I don't know if he's referring to something I said yeah, or I'm, something. I guess I was giving credit to the defense or something like that. I, 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 I don't know what Chief, you, you bugging, man. I don't know what you're talking nah, about. I, I mean, I know. I, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's because I'm drinking, but I, I'm not really catching that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, um, and that's why I don't give so much credit to the defense. I just give way more credit to, uh, to sh- or lack of credit, let's say, to Shanahan right. for not, you know, for not running that damn ball. For not running the damn yeah, ball. Yeah, you got to run the ball in this situation. Uh, Sluggo says the pass machine was highly criticized for taking the air out of the ball too soon, which cost us Super Bowl bid in 2012. Against the Niners. Quinn said he would be more aggressive, and he was. And he was. The problem is you got to have that best. Yeah, and, and, because, again, the problem is, is uh, and, and I agree with that wholeheartedly, um, the stretch play was working. It was working. Absolutely. And you still got to kill time off the clock when you got an 18-point lead. I'm just talking about from halftime. Right, right. You still, you know, obviously it got to 25. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you, you, it's just it's just not, it, it just wasn't a, a good adjustment. I don't know why that's what they decided they were going to do, but I don't think that was a good adjustment. Yeah. Uh, Grego says, and knowing the Falcons' uh, brass, former Patriots guys, they may have iced Freeman to keep those stats down to have a negotiation in their favor with the contract. Yeah, they were trying to make that a big deal I, during the week. I, I Look, I'm not saying there isn't any validity to that, but that's that's utterly ridiculous If if because they lost the Super Bowl because of it. Oh, no, you can't blame that for the, you know, for Hold the on. loss. Hold on, am I reading this right? So, in, in my in my understanding, he's saying that they they stopped giving courage to Freeman, so Freeman wouldn't have negotiations in his contract. Yeah, I I think the situation is is he's a free agent this off season, and they have to keep one of those two backs. Oh, and he's saying Chief Rocker says too many ifs if this, you know if this would happen if that would happen. Yeah, like Chief Rocker's a, a Falcon hater. <laughs> look, that that's all that is. I'm a, but, look, um, you I'm know. back to Greg. Just but, but, but Chief always had a Chief had to find a way to include the Giants in. And let me let me tell you what Chief Rocket did, man. Uh, after the Super Bowl, this dude fired up a show after midnight. You really? just to just to just hey, to talk man. about the Falcons. Hey, look, that's independent. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to you, man. Cause that's that's the true definition of being an independent label, right there. I'm you like, do what you want to do. I'm like. Dude, it's after midnight. Shout out mid- to the X-Squad. I'm, like, y'all do, man. I'm like my G. It's after midnight on the East Coast. You know, I know some of y'all cats is in the Central Time Zone, West Coast and all that. But, you know, niggas on the East got to sleep, man. So, let me be clear I, in, in, in relation to this uh, contract situation. Because I'm assuming Freeman is a free agent. Is that I think Freeman is a free agent. Okay. So, I think they would stop. I think what Greg was saying was is that they don't want to pay the guy. No, no, no. I understand that. Yeah. So, given given this situation, you know that uh, Freeman uh, didn't, you know, win MVP. He didn't have a, a, an amazing game per se in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, the, with the market being at about fifteen million for running backs, you telling me that Freeman's still not going to get paid somewhere in that market? Oh, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. 
He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. And regardless of what happened in the Super Bowl, yep. he was going to get, they were going to have to drop 15 mil. No doubt. No doubt. Which they is why I to. which is why I think that they're not going to keep both those guys. They got to let one of them walk. You no, know, it's just, it's just. Tevin Coleman is on his second year guy. He's a second year? Yes. Oh, okay. Tevin Coleman's like a second year guy. No, oh, okay. No. Well, no, I mean. No, it's possible. It's possible that they could resign him. It's just, I, I, I think um, you, you just got a good system. I guess. W- w- could you compare this to the Denver quarterback situation where you got two guys that's getting paid like three hundred thousand dollars and you don't want to pony up big money for a guy? It, it, uh, well, that is, would, is, again, is that comparable? Again, that would be ridiculous because uh, Freeman, for all intents and purposes, um, on the top of my head, is easily a top ten back last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's just I mean on the top of my head he's a uh, Freeman is a third year guy so he's not a free agent he just he just wants some money right yeah I, I would uh, and you got to give it to him I, I would mean, seriously think about I mean ponying up that money if I mean if he's been that he's dynamic saying, for you all that, season long they'll mess around and try to franchise him but it's like why right because what's the what's the franchise tag on running back I think it's fifteen million that's yeah. why I said that yeah sign a sign a guy to the contract yeah. man I mean come on. Just, just, just stop it. Uh, Grego, like I said before, at halftime, the Falcons interviewed Sarkeesian. Shanahan was doing some 49ers work. The players started setting up a party at Magic City and trying to get the Migos to host a party in Houston and pop champagne. Uh, while the Patriots said, make adjustments, get to number two, eliminate number 11, and let's win this for Brady. Grego, I think you make a good point in your statement right there. Because I said last week, that the head of the snake was Matt Ryan. And Grego just said, get the number two, which is Matt Ryan. And you basically just kind of disrupt that entire offense. Yeah, so, yeah I mean. You know, yeah, no, that, that's a good point. That's no secret to that. Because yeah. I, I, I made the statement that you've got all these skill positions. you got the running backs. you got Julio. you got the second and third receiver and the tight end to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. The head of the snake is Matt Ryan. Yeah, obviously, because even – because even with the running backs, um, Tevin Coleman is more of a receiving guy than than a running guy. Um, and Devontae Freeman, while he's can, he's obviously capable of running the ball. Um, you know, he even catches out of the backfield. So I, I get it. Uh, Chief Rocker says he won't get paid. Um, no, I don't think he'll get paid if he's only in this third year. I don't think he'll get paid. Um, I agree. He with being that. Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, I oh. don't think he'll get paid. I, I, I thought like we. I thought he was a free agent. Right. Now, if he's a third-year guy, he's not going to get paid. Oh, um, yeah, nah. He's not going to get paid. Nah, I just don't see that happening. Um, now, if he would have now if he would have um, had a Super Bowl, you know, MVP situation, he might have had an argument to bring to front office. But, um, mm-hmm. nah, he's not getting paid. Nah, not at all. Hey, um, let's uh, break away here for a couple minutes and come back because uh, we, we got to discuss Tom Brady. Uh, we got to talk about what the, the Falcons really, go from here. Really feel like we talked about the Patriots. Yeah, we really didn't. It was pretty much all Falcons, but we got to yeah. talk about the Patriots and then uh, what the Falcons going to go from here. So we'll come right back, y'all. Yeah, we got it popping right now, Boston baby. It's my town. Uh-huh. I got some peace with me though. My man, Singapore Kane, terminology. Uh-huh. We going there right now. Hold it down for Boston, baby. It's our time right now. We ain't got next, we got now. You feel me? 
Maestro Styles here in the house. So, Tom Brady. Oh, before I get into that, uh, if you guys want to call into the show, the number is 240-532-2718. I just put the number in the chat room. Grego, you know, you're the resident Patriot fan. You want to call the show up. You know what I'm saying? You're more welcome to, you know, talk and gloat and whatever you want to do, man. Um, So, Tom Brady. um, Greatest quarterback ever. Yeah. I mean, um, I, you know, look, um, I could freak, I could, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing else you need. 
Um, and, and, and not only because of the Super Bowl, you know, most most Super Bowl wins by quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really this game just reminded you this nigga is not to be not to be fucked. It's just the body of work. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, it's, it is the body of work. But I I, I kind of want to live in the moment right now. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that this nigga went from being all on throws. Being, you know, kind of random, random. Missing receivers. Yeah, like. Yeah. To, like, and, and, I mean, really with the with a flip of a switch, this motherfucker was back to Hall of Fame, first better Hall of Fame, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And, and threw for 460, 466. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it three? Three touchdowns? Three touchdowns. Um, I mean, again, it's just, it's, it's not like Tom. Brady is his deep ball thrower. I, I think that's what's what's the amazing thing about it is is that for for throughout the majority of his career, and I know you just want to live in the moment, yeah. but just from the majority of his career, he's not known as a guy that throws the ball deep. I don't feel like he's thrown. I don't feel like he in the, in this game. I don't feel like he's thrown. He threw a pass, you know, from from arm to receiver. Over twenty five yards. I don't. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying it don't feel like it. Right. I watched right. that game. He is so um, deadly in the intermediate routes mm-hmm. and, and understanding how all that works. Um, I mean, the system. I mean, and you know, it's because really at the end of the day, he's not the most athletic. He's not the best throw. It's just a combination of uh, determination. The system, understanding the system, right? Knowing what you're capable of and what you're not capable of, decision making. I mean, I, it, it, it just the system that's basically been the same since he's got yeah, there. I mean, continuity. Uh, you know, like same coach. Yeah, I mean, same owner. <laughs> it's you just know? stuff like that. That you know, it's those things contribute to the fact that this six six round. Six round? Was it six or seven? Six round pick. Six round dude, man. Yep. And, and, and really, he's the best. He's really the best. Yeah. The well, best well, to ever do it. The, great, the greatest of all time, man. I, I tweeted the other day, man. He might be the last pocket passer, like legendary pocket passer. You know, you know, as the game's obviously shifting to, um, you know, being able to run. Run out of the pocket, you know, throw on the run. There. Similar to what Aaron Rodgers is doing I, yeah, as a quarterback. This yeah. dude is going to be the last straight up, no mobile game, no running game, just sit in the pocket and throw the ball. I think he might be the last dude that's going to be legendary doing it, man. Yeah, it just it just might be, man. Um, again, you know, you got to tip your cap to the guy. Seven appearances in a Super Bowl. Um, and, and it's not the, cause I, I, I hear this argument all the time about, well, Joe Montana was four and no in Super Bowls. Yeah, that's true. But Joe Montana just went to four Super Bowls. Granted, he won them all, but Brady has been to seven and he's got one more than Montana. Well, the other great point is, is that this was back when you could keep teams together, right? You could keep teams together. Um, Breeze, okay, I did forget about Breeze. That I shots to yeah, Breeze, Breeze ain't really mobile. So yeah, Breeze. Um, but uh, yeah, Breeze is like the modern day Dan Marino. Yeah. So and yeah, so Breeze. Yeah. So I, I mean, I guess depending on whoever retires first, but um, yeah, because Breeze could still retire first. I, I, I 
tend to think that Brady's going to retire first. But you think so? I I feel like Brady's going to retire first. I don't know why. I got no no rhyme or wow. reason to it. I just feel like that. Wow. So you're thinking like this, like. Cause well, I'll be honest with you. I was hoping that he was going to shock the world last uh, Sunday night. And just say, I'm done. I'm done. I, I really, I mean, I know that was me. Everybody was just, yeah. yeah. If you got a team in the AFC, you're just hoping and dying that, hey, this guy just goes away. But it, it don't look like it's happening, man. Um, it looks like he's going to come back next year. And at the most, he might play two more years. Um do, do, you, do you agree with this whole... Well, what uh, up, nigga? I need you to uh, pay attention to your social media, nigga. Don't come on the... Nigga, I said a special... Trey said specifically, this week only, special time. Yeah. Don't be coming for me on, on, yeah, on, on Monica, the chat room, nigga. You got to step your game up, though. <laughs> step your game up. But, nah. but um... Nah, um, but I, I lost my train of thought. Um, don't even remember what I was talking about as far as uh, uh, yeah. Brady's concerned. Oh, um, do do you think this whole notion of him falling off the cliff per se per Max Kellerman? Do you do you do you kind of buy that um, whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be uh, like I don't think he's gonna turn into Matt Schaub or nothing. Or you know what I'm saying? Or I don't think he's gonna turn into somebody terrible. <laughs> That's a good example, yeah, though. Um, Even though Matt Schaub I mean, was never great. Old. Yeah, I'm just saying, he's not going to go from Tom Brady to, right. you know, fucking Brock Osweiler production-wise. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Uh, but, yeah, is he going to take a decline? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, some... But is it going to be as precipitous as, say, a Brett Favre when he threw for 30-something touchdowns with the Vikings the one year they went to the conference championship, uh, and then the next year he just was getting banged up and they had to cart him off the field? I think it's possible. I do. I, I, I mean, I don't. I, I think there's going to be a point because let's be very clear. If Tom Brady, um, and, and, and you know, don't give me Garoppolo came in and did his thing in the top of the year, and don't don't give me that. That if, dude might be a star. When Tom Brady goes down, <laughs> well, oddly enough, people are calling Garoppolo the heir apparent. Uh, no, no, no. People are calling for Garoppolo to come to their team. The Browns made a call. Oh. Um, and, 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 Wherever well, no. Garoppolo goes, he's going to suck. That I mean, that, that that's just the way it yeah. is when you pick. I'm not saying he's leaving. I'm just saying people, the phone's ringing. Right. Um, uh, Chief Rocker says, why are y'all so scared of Brady? Want the man to end his career? Damn, like my boys and beat. Chief Rocker. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it, fam. You, 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 your team is in the NFC East. In the in the in the low in the, what a once was a lowly NFC East. Let, let 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 let's just cut it right there. You 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 won two lucky games. Uh, I, I'm gonna give you that. You beat them off of two throws. One which was lucky. One I, I think was still skill. But you're not. You don't play these guys every year, Chief. The Ravens and the Steelers play these guys at at bare minimum once a year. You know what I'm saying? And then the talk about the playoff appearances and playoff matchups and all that. Yeah, we want the guy to go. He's in our conference. Nah, that, nigga, that's, that's just the way it is. Clear. Let's be very clear. If Tom Brady retires, Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't, stop. Period. Stop, stop, stop. Period. Slow, slow your roll. Slow, Period. Slow your roll. Slow, if, slow if your Tom roll. Tom Brady... Slow your roll. ...retires, Pittsburgh is going to but the don't, Super Bowl. But don't base it off of this past season, though. I mean... Yeah, but you can't you can't base it off of that. 
you, you, you just can't do that. Do we, uh, we, we got somebody, yeah, uh, got calling in? Hello, yo. Yo, what up, man? What up? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's good? Who this? Where hey, you calling from? It's Grego, man. I'm calling uh, a little bit north of Atlanta right now, but just wanted what's to call up, in man? and, uh... What's good, Grego? What up, man? Hey, hey look, man, I, I'm keeping a bug with you, man. This is your flow, man, and, uh, but I, 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 st- I, I guess the first thing to ask is how you feeling. Hey, man, I feel great, man. I'm telling you, I was, I was slightly worried. You know, a little bit, I was just like, hold on a second, it wasn't supposed to be like this. You know, I mean, honestly, you know, I'm like I said, I'm a pretty quiet fan. Mm-hmm. I, I went into the game, honestly, expecting the Patriots to blow them out. I ain't going to lie. So when they jumped out like that, I was like, dang, that put karma on myself. Yeah. But, so, so Grego, so Grego, when it was 9 to 28, um, right. like three minutes left in the third quarter, what was your mindset at the time? Because I think uh, Gostowski had missed the extra point after that. And it just seemed right. like things wasn't going so right for the Patriots at that point. What was your thoughts then? I mean, at that point, um, I just wanted to see how they came out after um, after halftime. And when he missed the the extra point, you know, I thought that I still thought they had a chance. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just didn't I just didn't think they had enough time. You know, and I was uh, from the way that the game went the, the first half. But I started thinking, like I was telling everybody else at the, at the party that I was at, I was like, you know, you, the Falcons don't tip, typically close out a game. And I was like, and we tend to play the whole game. So, it, you know, it would be pretty interesting. So when they marched down the field and, you know, um, scored again, then I was just like, okay, you know what? They lost it. You can tell they lost it because you can start seeing it. You can start seeing that the body language change and the yeah. momentum started to swift towards. Um, I agree. I agree. I mean, from, I, I ain't going to lie, man. Uh, you said you was worried, man. I, I watched uh, the Falcons score as quick as they did and, um, if if uh, anybody was paying attention to our Facebook post, man, I was not concerned, not a slight of a bit, man. Uh, right, right. I, I, because what, what what stuck out glaring to me by halftime was the time of possession. Mm-hmm. They were scoring too quick. Right. Um, and then right. um, for me, Tom Brady was still like, uh, yeah, he was missing throws, but the percentage was still pretty good um, as far as his stat. Right. I mean, like his completion percentage, he was still completing passes. Just wasn't necessarily getting the yards and wasn't making the kind of the uh, clutch throws that you normally see him make, man. But I knew that once the second half started, um, it was going to be a different ball game. It was going to have to come to exactly. a point where the Vic- uh, Falcons were going to have to uh, put the nail in the coffin. And I did. I wasn't uh, confident that the Falcons had the ability to put the nail in the coffin. And and right. then then the. That wasn't the case. Yeah, from a psyche standpoint, right. you didn't think the Falcons had it in them, despite the fact that I thought they called the wrong plays in the wrong moments. But I just right. thought that psychologically, they, they they just was no match for the Patriots at that particular yeah. point of the game. And see, I mean, and I hate to even say this, I mean, because I know Chief is in the chat. Talk see, one of the thing, one of the things that I, that I that I watch is Brady's body language, right? So when he went to the sideline, I was like, okay, he's praying. He ain't doing that shit he did with the Giants. Like, when the Giants hit him that one time, he was sitting on the ground like, what in the hell do I have to do to win? He didn't have that same look. He still he just had to look like, you know, we know what to do. It's just not happening. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, I was I was just watching all that kind of stuff because, you know, uh, Grady Jarrett, Grady Jarrett had, you know, he was doing what he wanted to do yeah, with Brady. He was slamming, slamming him on the ground and all that kind of stuff, but Brady was getting back up. And I was just like, man, they got to they gotta stop this so he can – you know, because I was seeing receivers open, he just didn't have time to see them. Mm-hmm. And right. once they corrected that, you know what I'm saying, I mean, it, it, the game started to change pretty quickly. 
Hey, be objective. Um, be objective with me for a second, Grego. Um, sure. Brady, the greatest of all time, as far as quarterback. I mean, I think so. Um, and the reason I say, I mean, not, I mean, let's go beyond the numbers. What I think about is just that. I don't know, man. It's just like the same thing I liked about Kobe. Like, it's certain people that just have that chip or that dog in them. That's just like, you know what? I mean, no matter what, you can't count us out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like that's that's what I like to see in any athlete that I that I follow. You know what I'm saying? I like to see that person who basically has that killer instinct. Like, you know, you can never really count me out. But I mean, like the numbers show itself. I mean, like, and then you think about it. None of those receivers besides Randy Moss. Is going to be a Hall of Fame receiver, maybe yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. not even Walker. So like, so like, I don't think that he's had Hall of Fame talent around him, and you know they're still getting the job done. So I mean, that's another aspect of it too. He, you know, he's making these people better within the system that is designed to work for the players that they put in it. Hey, Grego, I mean, Grego, the only yo, other guy that's a Hall of Famer throughout Brady's career is Vinatieri. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, I'm just keeping it right. real. How do you feel about the uh, the Falcons' defensive approach from the first half to the second half? Uh, the first half they had it right, you know. But like I said, like you guys said, you touched on it. I, didn't, I don't have an argument with it. I, it. It seemed like they got tired, or it just seemed like, you know, they was doing a weird little four three. Like they were like they weren't lining up over the center, and I was looking at that. I was like, hold on a second. They trying to bring like pressure from his blind side, or I, I couldn't figure out what they was doing. But whatever they were doing when all the pressure was coming from his left side, they just started chipping with the running backs or chipping with the tight ends, And then that's why he could, you know, make all those passes on the right side of the field. So, like, something – I don't know what they were calling on, on during the second half where they were trying to apply pressure from his left side mm-hmm. um, with, with more guys, but it was leaving, you know, that space that he needed to be able to get those little short routes. Yeah. So, I mean – No, I, I definitely am with you, man. Um, for me, and again, for me, man – if man to man was working, there's no reason right. that they should have left man to man. Right. And um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you 100 percent there. Um, so, how many more years Brady got, man? That's what I wanted to call in real quick before I had to, you know, jump back to work. You know, um, they are working on a contract to give him another four years, and I'm looking at it like, yeah, from a standpoint of a fan, I'm like four years. But I think about, it, I'm just like, I guess it's. It's a couple of things that that factor into it, like how well are you going to protect him? You know, um, if he doesn't have a major injury, you know, one of his biggest beliefs is one of his biggest beliefs is. Hey, you got to get that. Nah, I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> but one of his biggest beliefs is um, your body is built to work. Yeah. So as long as you put the work into the body, the body's still going to perform. Yeah. So like. You know, that's, some of the, that's one of the things that he says, you know, like he does all these crazy things to try to keep his body in, intact. And so does, um, I think, Harrison for um, the Steelers. They both had that same belief mm-hmm. that, you know, as long as you stay away from injuries as, as much as you can and, and treat your body the right way, it, it'll perform because that's, you know, it's built to work. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I see two two more productive years. You know, like like everybody says, father time does, does kick in. But, I mean, without injury, possibly four, but Garoppolo's out of there, man. All right, like, last, um, question. I, last question. Go ahead. I go back to work. Um, it's funny. I was just about to mention Garoppolo. Um, so the the people definitely people definitely got his phone ringing, right? Yep. So uh, Shanahan mm-hmm. Shanahan has um Shanahan's uh, he wants Cousins first as his first choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Believe it or not, Matt Schaub is the second, and then Garoppolo is his third choice. That he's, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Uh, the the 
Bears are interested in bringing him in, um, if they could deal Cutler, or I don't know what the situation is with Cutler, but the Bears have been calling. And also, of course, you know the Browns. The Browns are always in the mix trying to uh, work out a deal to be able to get him. Right. Last question before we let you go. Um, So, four years for Tom Brady. Uh, That sounds like a Kobe two years for $50 million, right? That last last Kobe contract, right? That's exactly what that is. Okay, I just wanted to make sure uh, he was an objective fan. That, that you just better like, hope that that's a the Patriots don't turn out like the Lakers did his last couple. Of nah, years. nah, you know how he is, man. He he he, he get that under the table money, man. So he go he gonna get them that uh that uh that team contract, uh, that team friendly contract, no and doubt. uh he'll get it on the he'll get it on the back pause, but he'll get it on the yeah, back end. That's a good no doubt, but, no doubt. Hey, we appreciate you calling in the show, Grego, man. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys for having me on, man. Y'all got a great show, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh jump off real quick and. Continue to listen. My man, hold it down. All right, man. Peace yes, out. sir. Champions. <laughs> all right, all right. That was uh, the homeboy, Grego, uh, from down in Atlanta. I think he's a New England native. Uh, appreciate him calling in. So, uh, Maestro, uh, let's uh, break away for a couple minutes and come back. And I just got one little, you know, one little line about the Falcons, and then we're going to get to uh, this Hall of Fame talk. Uh, you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. Yeah, it's like, a lot of people ask me why I do this shit, I do it for me one reason, boss is stand up, I got a city on my back, boss is here, now throw the threes up, let me see them in the year, I got a city on my back, we ain't coming down, we leave a hater shook, every time we come around, I got a city on my back, we win a new ship every single fucking year. I got a city on my back. Yeah, I got a city on my back. Yeah, I got a city on my back. Y'all know me. They call me Ray Allen when they see me throw the threes. I got a city on my back. I'm never let it fall. We riding to the top and I'ma never let it stall. I put the city on my cap. Bossing on the map. I bring it to the light every single time I rap. 617. To me, that is heaven. Preaching to the world like I'm a motherfucking reverend. Everybody wanna look at us and put us down. Well, we prevail. Put your city in a coffin, put a hammer to the nail. Put us on the pedestal. Yes, we great. Now, what are you? Ruins win, Celtics win, Red Sox win the past you too. We ain't never gonna lose. All we ever do is win. Riding for my city, Paul Revere through the thick of thin. Putting all for my city, we the team now. Hands up if you fucking with the city. Yeah, 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 I put on for my city, where the bean at? Where you 
rest your head, lay your bones where you dream at. I put that on my life, ha, ha, and I mean that. Every year we win it, then we bring another team back. Every year, but this one for the street walkers, bosses, shit talkers, night watchers, live wires, inspired boxes, garage rockers, baby fathers, fathers. just summer bosses, fine. Yeah. We family though, homie, get behind us, behind us. Boston, we the truth, hard piss in the booth, Hancock high dreams, but they blowing out the roof. And I'm chasing dead presidents, Bill Side, that's my residence, irrelevant ass suckers, don't talk with our elegance. It's always my city and always my hometown, since a little we doggies, I guess we grown now Oh wow, 617 record till the death of me This my city, all you face, let it be, let it be Boss here, now throw up Let me see them in the air, I got a city on my back We ain't coming down, we leave a hater shook Every time we come around, I got a city on my back Boss is here, we win a new shit Welcome back to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles, yep. here in the house. I just want to shout out the homie Doug Stewart, who's in the chat room. You should be sad if you, yeah, you, you should be sad, my dude. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's still in reference to the Falcons, man. Yeah, yeah, sad, yeah, Doug man. Stewart, uh, he, man, he, he spazzed out on the show the other day, man. Rightfully, uh, rightfully so, man. Rightfully so, but uh, since, you know, we talking about the Falcons, I'm going to take maybe about a couple minutes just to kind of go into this, though. Mm-hmm. Um... This is probably the worst championship loss in the history of the Super Bowl as far as being up by as many points as they have been and then to just... I mean, obviously, that was let the, it... the biggest uh, Super Bowl comeback and probably ranked top five point-wise and, and just flat-out NFL game comeback. Absolutely. the record is like 33. Absolutely. So when I, when I think about it, it's like, okay, they basically lost the game they should have won. It was for all the marbles, and they let the fans down. They let the city of Atlanta down. They let Magic City down. They they let the, all the strip clubs Nigga, in Atlanta down. you let T.I. Down. down. You let Jeezy down. You let Luda down. down. You Luda. let Outkast. You, you let all the homies down. Nigga, I heard Andre Three Stacks was coming out with a single if they had won. Like, right, you, right. You, you really let the city down. You know what I mean? Um, like, Welcome to Atlanta Part 5 was going to come out or something crazy like that. Yeah, man. So, yeah. how how do the Falcons recover from this? I'm going to keep it a buck with you, bro. I, I, you know, and I, they got a good nucleus. Uh, um, they, they definitely got some things going for them, man. Um, I heard they looking at Sarkeesian. Am I getting that right? They hired Sarkeesian uh, as the OC. Like, <laughs> Nah, bro. I don't know if I'm fucking with that, man. I I, I don't know if I like that, man. Right. Like, and and I, quite frankly, he probably was the best person out there. Quite frankently, you know what I'm saying? Because who, who are they gonna wait on? Because well, everybody I don't know else about is picked on up. Nobody, but look, bring the. I don't know. Uh, I guess he was the quarterback coach too, wasn't he? Um, Shanahan. Shanahan. Uh, I would assume. Believe so. he was. Okay. I believe he somebody was. bring somebody up. Bring somebody that that was under that you know under that tutelage. I would have rather that than Sarkeesian, man. I, you know, as good as um, that offense was last year, um, I do uh, think they take a step back. Um, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl next year. Right. Um, and then, um, and then as a matter of that defense, like, are, are they going to take the next step? Sure. I, I don't know. So it's like, I, I don't know that they. Um, do you think Carolina's going to be this bad next year? Yeah, and just to continue that point, Maestro. 
the defense is a young defense, so it seems to me like they're going to get better. They may take maybe one step back to maybe go two steps forward, but that's a young defense but we're pretty much. About, but if we're talking about next year, and, it's, and a point that I didn't while we was kind of recapping the game, man, Deion Jones, who was a very good linebacker, mm-hmm. was was just dealt with <laughs> yeah. by James White. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean it, it's like they knew what was going on. I, I put it in the group chat yep. before halftime. I'm like... You put it in the chat many times. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it was like... That wasn't that... Because I saw it in the... You know, close to the second before the uh, halftime. It was like, they were really exploiting uh, this Deion Jones kid, who's a good kid. Right, um, right. They were really exploiting this dude. Um, and they kept at it. And they kept at it. Jake, I mean, the <laughs> they stat kept show. going at the stat him. show, what he had, like, how many, he had, like, 14 catches? Um, he had 14 catches, 160-something yards, you know, the three touchdowns, and he had, like, 30 yards on the ground or something like that. Yeah, but, man. But, so, just to, but just to wrap up the Falcon talk a little bit, um, I think it's harder in the NFL to recover from that type of loss type than of it loss. is mm-hmm. – in any other sport, because um, let's face it, this conference is deep. It, it's always been deep. That this conference since 2000 has been the deepest conference versus the AFC. Um, in the NFC, Dallas is an up-and-coming team, young quarterback, young running back. Um, defense needs some improvement. You know, the Giants coming off an 11-5 and season. I don't know what direction they're going to go, but... Why Doug? Why you? Doug is lit like a motherfucker in this chair room. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I I see that. (laughs) Grego's taking some shots at him. I see. Oh man, DJ Queen, what up? What's up, DJ Queen? But um, yeah, but getting back to the NFC, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, as long as he's in there, he's always a threat. You know what I'm saying? And then the Seahawks are gonna be good. And who knows? You always, every year, you always have somebody come out of nowhere. And like you mentioned, Cam. And the Panthers, they could come back to being what they were a couple years ago. Yeah. And you got an up-and-coming Jameis Winston that's, you know, looking the ball. So it's going to be hard for the Falcons to, you know, overcome this from a from a record standpoint. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and, and, I mean, last topic while we uh, still talking about Atlanta, man. Um, I, I don't know if you had plans on giving Mike Vick a special shout-out, but I, I definitely got to uh, – Oh, yeah, definitely, give, man. Give props to Michael Vick, who um, retired officially. I, I, you know, I, I called him retired last year, so I mean, you know, but um, the dude, the dude, he's done. Um, obviously, a legend in the game, and and, and 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 still seems as of now. Obviously, I'm not in Atlanta. It still seems like um, they trying to find that next big thing since he left, and and, right. and, and, and you know, obviously, fans have accepted. Matt Ryan as the quarterback and as one sure. of the better quarterbacks in the um I mean you know for what it's worth he's one of the better quarterbacks in the game I wouldn't as I mean I guess you know with this season you had to say he's top ten yeah but he wasn't necessarily in that conversation he's more like twelve thirteen before the season yep so I mean but uh, Mike Vick man uh, legend man we uh, we we still haven't seen nobody in my opinion mm-hmm. as exciting. Um, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I know 
when you really bust him down as far as uh, technical and all that, he wasn't the best quarterback. Right. But uh, damn, if I ain't with him on my team, he was doing what he was doing. Oh, man. And, 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 you know, in Philly and, and in Atlanta, obviously. I so. remember him coming out of Virginia Tech. And, you know, at the time, Atlanta was like 70% black. And, you know, he kind of represented what the people in Atlanta were. As far as his play was concerned, he was that electrifying. He was so great, man. Um, those first six years with the Falcons. I mean, I know as far as playoff appearances, there weren't too many. I know there was like a couple. I remember the game where they beat the Packers in Green Bay. I think that was Green Bay's first home playoff loss in the history of the Packers. So, you know, he created some history there. And... Look, man, you know, this, despite the dogfighting stuff, which I, I still that think... Ninja, what up? I still think they tried to hem up Mike Vick because, you know, of all the money he had and he was popping at the Young time Flash and all that. And then his brother was yeah. retarded. So. Yeah, I, I just think they just was trying to make an example out of him with the whole dogfighting thing, man. Um, I mean, you can't fight dogs, though. I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, I, you know... And my, you know, I think in black culture, and I, I don't know, I'm yeah, but, but two years, so I'm more speaking for me because I don't fuck with dogs, right? I, you right. Know, I'm not a dog fan. Like I'm, I mean, if I got one in the house, whatever, but I'm not like, oh, let's get a dog and kissing right. dogs in the face. I'm not right. that nigga. But um, you know what I'm saying? You you can't you can't you can't do that to dogs, man. You, you you just can't do it. And then not only was he doing it, I mean, and this might be media sites, and I don't know. I'm I'm on the outside looking in. They made it seem like they was having a damn U dog UFC at mm-hmm. the at the nigga crib. So yep. if you was having damn dog UFC, you you, you can't have Uf dog UFC and, and think you about to, you know. Yeah, but still, man, I just I I think they just kind of made too much about it. But I love. But say that the, the dog way. lovers. I don't know if there's any dog lovers in the chat room. Yeah, I, know, you know I, what? Know my, I know my internet girlfriend throwing switches is a dog you know person. What? So, you know what, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm really about to go barbershop here. I'm about All to right. say, forget the dog lovers, man. I mean, I'm, and I'm just talking about as far as forgiving Mike Vick. I'm not just talking about dog lovers all around the world, yeah, yeah, period. Yeah. I'm just talking about the people that still want to hang this stuff over his head. Like when he went to Pittsburgh and. Steeler fans was like, "Oh, you got to cut this guy." And da, 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 da. Oh, well, I'm I like, was on that train. Though. I'm, 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 I'm like you. I'm like you, holier than thou. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like cut it out. You know what I'm saying? I, I love how he rebounded. I love I mean, the fact personally, that, that if I was gonna have an animal fight, I'd have a chicken fight. Cause the chicken that died, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. We would put that in the community. Your, your internet girlfriend is here. That's my. What's up, Boo Boo? What's up, Thorny? She said she had her wind, her hair blown in the wind for me the other day. Had gave, <laughs> gave me the jitters. Hey, she, she you know, she she went to Portland, um, for I like a few know. days. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. She was she's on social media. She said she took a trip to Portland. I was like, uh, Thorny, you gonna bring some of that weed back over this way? And uh, she she was like, uh uh. Uh-uh. That, she, that's, that's not uh, happening. What, what's the Grego said? Speak of Thony, and she appeared like the ghost of. That's look. She heard her internet boyfriend talking about her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and, and, and that's how that works. You know uh, Thony, we're talking about Michael Vick. We're just kind of and reflecting. She's a dog lover, so go ahead and talk that shit now, motherfucker. What? All that shit you was talking well, about. Well, no, dogs, I like fuck dogs. No, that shit. No, 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 no. I said forget the forget <laughs> the animal lovers that kept. Holding this Mike Vick thing over his head even to this day. I'm sure Thorny Switch doesn't hold this over his head up to this day. Um, 
you know, I, I, I like animals. I'm not an animal lover. I like animals. I, I don't approve of what he was involved with. But come on, people make mistakes. And I don't think that a guy that has resurrected himself the way he did, what? What are we talking? We're talking 10 years now. We're talking 10 yeah, years yeah, now. Yeah. Should have to continue to be heard by these animal lovers that think they're holier than thou about, oh, you shouldn't be playing in the NFL. Yeah, I know. You shouldn't be doing this. You I shouldn't be doing maybe that. maybe on the top of my head, I know, personally, I know maybe two dog lovers. Mm-hmm. And um, I ain't never had the Mike Vick conversation with them, but I know for a fact that these uh, these dog lovers kiss their dogs in the mouths. Yep. They sleep in the bed with their dogs. Mm-hmm. and um, they let the dogs lick their face every now and then. sweaters and, you know yep. what I'm saying? And, you know, let them drive and all essentially that. Essentially do every, like, everything that a human can do, mm-hmm. that, that the dog can physically do. Right, they, right. They cheat on a human. Like, they feed them macaroni and cheese at Thanksgiving yep. and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? So, imagine, so, just their point of view, and, I, and again, my my pre- my opinion. I I'm not a big dog lover. If a dog is in my house, cool. But I'm not the type of ooh, let's get him a sweat. I'm not. I'm just not that nigga. Um, but imagine, you know what I'm saying. And, and a lot of these motherfuckers call these dogs their kids. So mm-hmm. it's like imagine yep. somebody taking somebody's kid, right, and, and, and putting them in a ring with another kid and saying fight to the death, and they don't know no damn better. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank, and, and thank you, Thorny. You know what happened to forgiveness? That that's all I'm saying. Like, I know, you know I know, I know y'all dog lovers. What's wrong with the dog sleeping? That's all I'm saying. I, it's, it's not that there's nothing wrong with the dog sleep. Look, and, and I can't say that I've experienced this. Um, I just think if you haven't grown up with that type of environment where you've had your parents I mean, sleep with dogs, I, you're just not gonna warm up to it. And you like, gotta understand my upbringing with dogs. Mm-hmm. See, my God bless my grandmother. Um, I had a dog named Kendra. It wasn't my dog, but the family had a dog right. named Kendra. Right. And, uh, you know, first year or two, everybody loved the dog. And, you know, everybody, I, I mean, I remember it like it was yesterday. I think I was like seven or eight years old. The second day the dog was dead, the dog shit on the floor, and I stepped all <laughs> in the shit. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, so two years, we loved the dog. The dog was the best thing in the world. And you know what we did for the remainder of that dog's life? What's that? We let it grow hair and put it in a basement with a damn cat. Yes, I'm doing it, Monica. Wow. <laughs> we put it in wow. the damn basement with a nut with a cat. Oh my and god! Let, and let's be very clear: the cat was a fucking gangster. Wow! <laughs> the cat was a gangster. Beat up. Yeah, the cat. Uh, I mean, the cat would fuck Kendra up. Yo, we could, the cat was yo yo. We would. I mean, we would fuck Kendra up. Right. I, Lord knows what was happening in that basement while we was growing up and living our lives and forgot the fact that we and had a dog. forgot that the dog was down there getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, I, like we literally didn't care. I mean, I, I can I can sit here and imagine how many years that Kendra didn't even know what the hell was going on in front of him because his hair was so crazy, long. Crazy, like, it was, it was real. It was real. Um, so... Um, now, if I ever had a dog, I wouldn't treat a dog like that. I'm just right. saying that I don't personally give a fuck that much about dogs based mm-hmm. probably on that relationship because right. my my uh, understanding of dogs is take your ass in the basement until you're hungry. When you're hungry, scratch. <laughs> when you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Real, real shit. Like, yeah. So. I, um, I grew up in a house where I had a mother that 
was scared straight of not just dogs, animals, pets, period. I think the closest thing I had to a pet growing up was a fish. And that mm-hmm. fish only lived for about four weeks. And then one day I came home and, you know, they said it was down the drain already. Like it had died and all that. Oh, so, you know what? I do remember another instance having a dog. Um, I think I might have been in seventh or eighth grade. And uh, my mother got me and my sister a dog for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And to be honest... I should probably take my dog experience for that because that was the coolest fucking dog ever in life. Because you know all that dog did was sit down and shut the fuck up. And say it nothing. It'd sit down next to you while you playing the and, Genesis. And kept and, quiet. And, and, and it kept quiet. It barked when it was, it, it eventually got sick and like died maybe a week later after that. Right. But, um. Which I ain't feed it. No, nah, it was sick when oh. we got it. Apparently, um, <laughs> apparently the, uh, the old day, the older day we got it from, mm-hmm. um, was missing the dog, and we we took the dog back. That, at least that's what we was uh, told. Um, yeah, he used to bark at night, but it was because he was sick, though. It was oh, like okay. He was going through. Oh, he was crying rather, for help. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> he exactly, was crying for help. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like him was oh, like, "Please man. take me to the doctor." Oh, and man. we was telling the dog to shut the hell up. Like, uh, but, you know. But just to wrap up the Mike Vick conversation here, um, I know we ain't say shit about his stats. Right? A, a MVP candidate. When he was with the Eagles, and I know Monica referenced, uh, what was it, that one game where uh, the Redskins just um, basically had no answer for Vic. You remember that game, Maestro? It was a yeah. Monday night game. Oh, yeah. And we, and we was texting each other back and forth like, yeah. yo, what, what, like, what the hell's going on here? Like, I think he had like six touchdowns in the game, and, uh, you know, everybody was like, Mike Vic for MVP. And that, that was, to me, that was his signature, like, comeback moment was uh, 2010 with the Eagles. So, um, uh, you know, great job by you, Monica, bringing yeah. that up. Tony Swift says, y'all have strange Dax and cat in your mouth, but worried about dogs. I don't know. I'm not going to address that. I, is, she, is she referring to Chinese food? Is uh, that what she was referring to? I have no idea. I don't know. That just didn't, well, it didn't sound right. Well, let me be very clear. If you're referring to Chinese food, that is delicious. That is some great cat. It is the best Chinese food ever. And uh, it's the greatest cat if that, if that's what they cooking back there. Because the way they season that, the way they put that general sauce on that motherfucker with the gravy and nigga. Man, let me tell you something. If, if, I, for, son. if I asked for boneless chicken and it was cat, it was some bomb cat. Hey, look. <laughs> Look, but that, I bet you that motherfucker wouldn't have kissed me when it was alive. <laughs> right? <laughs> word up, word up. I bet you that. Uh, 6,109 rushing yards in Mike Vick's career. Um, 133 touchdowns to 88 interceptions. Um, only 22,464, you know, throwing yards and um, 36 rushing touchdowns. He was still great to me, man. I mean, no matter... Yeah. What you know? No matter what he went through what throughout f- his career. Oh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Okay, apparently what? we missed it. Uh, no strange Dax. Uh, it, oh, stop it! Okay, Come on. Come okay. On, stop. You could have just put dicks. You could have just put dicks. I, I, I would have caught it. Stop it! I guess stop you, it. Look, uh, nah. uh, yeah. Did, did we really have to like? Yeah, it would have been better off if y'all didn't explain it. <laughs> and not, and, come on, now. I at least take him to dinner. It's not strange. Like, no. shit. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, so that that's 
it kind of in a nutshell with Vic's career. Uh, Chief Roger says, Mike Vic said, after watching Brady the other night, half him wanting to come back. Oh, stop. Vic, Vic, <laughs> just, just stay. Just stay out of football, Vic. Hey, Vic. I, I saw, you know, I, 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 saw, hey, his foot, I saw his football life um, episode. Uh-huh. And I think he's doing a great job with mentoring the kids and his program and all that stuff. Mike Vic, continue to do that, man. I, I, I think as far as playing quarterback Maybe in this league, man. Label, stop playing just, games. just, just chill out. Continue to do your thing. We love the redemption story. You know, it, it, it was fun while it lasted in the ATL, man. And you know, when some other stops yeah, down along yeah, the way, man. man. That it wasn't fun in Pittsburgh, though. <laughs> hey, man, look. And with the Jets, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun there either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cut that out. Word, that word, out. word. Um, uh, in case anybody cares, uh, Pat McAfee retired. I put it on my list for just one specific. The only reason I put it on, on our notes is because I wanted to be able to post, because uh, AB posted the uh, the punt return two years ago when uh, he just shook the shit out of Pat McAfee. I just wanted to bring that. I just wanted to have another reason to bring up. Oh, was that a, oh okay. I, I posted it on Instagram. It, it just yeah, wanted I, I, I saw reason. that. I, I saw that. I just wanted to be a reason for for. You just wanted that. to show Pittsburgh stats. Exactly. That, that's, exactly. that's really but, what that But the was dude all is about. a legend for whatever reason. And to make our homeboy upset. Oh, and then he popped. Uh, I don't know if that was this year when he popped the uh, the kick the punt returner in Denver. Was that this year? I think that was this year. I think it was. And he this laid year. him and he laid that nigga out. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. It was like game two or game three of the season. I think for them. Yeah, if, so, if, if I'm not mistaken. Shouts out, shouts out to Pat McAfee. That wasn't no real. That wasn't no real nothing. I just wanted to have a reason to put uh, Steelers footage on Instagram. Of course. Um, hey man, I, I got to get into this Josh Brown thing, man. And Rough uh, Buff, what up, homie? Yeah, what was good, Rough Buff? Appreciate you in the chat room, man. And that ninja says, but kissing a dog in the mouth is unacceptable. Look, it's definitely unacceptable. I, I, I'm not gonna go with that because I. I Cause I know I don't know for a fact, but I'm confident for a fact that um, I I've kissed girls in the mouth that kiss dogs in the mouth. I can't I, don't, I ain't never seen it. I ain't never seen her kiss a dog and then her turn around and try to kiss me. Right, right. That, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, that wasn't the visual. Right, right. That you got right. when you but kissed I, the girl. I, I'm, I know because I know I've smashed women that like dogs, like you know that got that 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 you know, affection for the dog. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, So yeah. I know I've done it. So you know. But, uh, so I'm not going to say it's unacceptable. I'm just going to say, um, nah, if we, if, if, can you not do it in front of me unless we serious? Can't unless do it. Ser- unless the relationship's serious. Can't do it. Yeah. Got to put them in the kennel. Can't do it. Because I tell dogs all the time, like, my, um, my, uh, my ex got a dog. And every time I see the dog, um, you know, I be like, don't lick me. Like, I gotta tell the dog, like, right. like, like she forgets. Like, like, stay away from me. <laughs> no, I don't got a problem with the dog. It's just, don't lick me. I, I, I you know. Right. You know. Right. right. You could jump on my leg and let me know if you're happy to see me, but don't, yeah. don't, don't do all that other shit. Yeah, my, um, Mom Dukes, when she was young, back in the day, um, somebody actually threw a cat on her, and it just basically just traumatized her from animals the rest of her life. And that's exactly why I never grew up with animals in the house. If it wasn't a fish, I wasn't yeah. getting it. Yeah. But I, but I, I, I do appreciate cats and dogs and stuff like that because my grandmother used to have a, a cat in Queens when, when I was living in Queens at the time. She also had a Chihuahua years later, and 
You know, the Chihuahua got hit by a car running across the street. Um, you know, and then my grandfather, you know, Vernon Sr., rest in peace, um, because he was blind for about 40 years, he always had a C&I dog. So I, I was around dogs, you know, for the most part, just not in the house that I grew up with. So, um, but, yeah. Josh, but Josh Brown, though. Um, anybody take a look at his interview on Good Morning America earlier last week? You know, it's bad enough that he stayed with the Giants for so long, even though they knew they what was going on with the, Yeah, even though they knew what was going on. But but check this out. So he does an interview with Good Morning America. And let's be very clear. First of all, before you tell this story, uh-huh. why the fuck is Josh Brown on Good Morning America? Uh, well, because he's trying to reshape his image. He's trying to find a way to get back in the NFL, which... I think you should just get banned, period. Like, I don't think any team should give you a shot at this. I don't think now a team I should give them a shot. I got to pull your card on that one, dog. Why's that? Because if Josh Brown don't deserve a second chance, then Ray Rice don't deserve a second chance. Well, let's see. Is Was Ray Rice better at his position than what Josh Brown? Oh, so, so you're telling me. That it's about... Uh, well, pri- it's about a number of things. Again, the Giants admitted that they knew that this was going on and he was still on the team. <laughs> that That's one thing. And then the I, other I, thing is is that folks are going to use the, well, is he still good at his position? I don't think, I, I don't think he's as good at, at his position as Ray Rice was at the time at his position. I can't... I... <sighs> If a team will pick him up, he deserves after he do the damn. I, I'd, I'd be done. I, I, I'd be done. But you're saying you're strictly saying because obviously you're saying this in reference to Ray Rice. I, I mean, at least I, that's what I feel. It's no, you're obviously saying that. In, well, no, I'm saying it in reference to the fact that this has been going on for a while now, and it's been known that it's been going on well, for a while now, and the Giants. Front office and ownership. Do we know for a fact that, that ownership and all that didn't know that that was going on with Ray Rice, and they would just because obviously we got to talk about our brows, and they know a lot of shit that was going on. And, sure, but and didn't say shit until shit hit the fan. Sure, I mean it's possible, but I'm just I'm just going by the story. Would it would it surprise me? No, it wouldn't surprise me if the Ravens knew that maybe Ray Rice had some things going on before the video in the elevator, but we don't know that. What we do know, based on what the Giants have said, is that they knew, and they kept him on the team. <laughs> and, and and all of a sudden, now, he's on Good Morning America trying to plead his case, but that's not why I'm really bringing And up. let's be clear, Ray Rice went on a please put me back on a team tour. Sure, sure. I, I, I'm not going to say that he went to Good Morning America. I get that. And, and yeah, but I know Jamel Hill interviewed him. I know Jamel a few Hill, other people interviewed on, him and all on, that stuff. He's been on a run. He Absolutely. Had, he was on that fucking show um, with uh, with uh, 3OW, 3OW chick. Uh, oh, the uh, real? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he yeah, was yeah, on yeah. that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was, he's been on some shows now on trying to get back and trying to get in his good graces. I, I don't see... It's your boy. Hey, Ninja, Ninja. That's why you're my ninja, homie. That's why you're my nigga, man. He says it's okay to bring up Josh Brown and not try to dilute it by bringing up a ninja as well. 
You, you, you know that's ninja, man. Yeah, but look, <laughs> hey, look, look, yeah, you damn right I'm about to bring up a nigga. And I ain't saying ninja, <laughs> goddammit. But anyway, um, look, because he did the same thing. And, you know, uh, as, as a young black man that's trying to, uh, you know, move past some of these racial barriers, I got to put these niggas in an equal playing field right now. So let's play the game. Right. If Ray Rice can do it, Josh Brown can do it. Now, is Josh Brown got a better chance of getting a job than Ray Rice? Absolutely. But it's for but it's for a few reasons. One, because he's white, not gonna ignore that. Right. Two, um, because with like how Mason Crosby got back in the you know, Mason Crosby was on this bullshit, you know, kicking street. Mm-hmm. They fucked he stuck with him and now he's back where he at. Right. Josh Brown could ease uh, another example. Sean Smithson with some garbage in the Reds, with the Redskins at one point, mm-hmm. with some shit with the Cowboys, and, uh, it was the Cowboys for that little short stint he was there, yep. got a chance to come play with the Steelers, he got back to, you know, some yep. good kicking. Obviously, you only got to do uh, uh, maybe a measure of two or three, maybe four things on a surface level as a kicker. Mm-hmm. So if you can do those things, you know, maybe two or three of those things well enough, you can kick for a long-ass time in the NFL. Up yeah. to maybe forty years old. Yeah, I never, I never said he shouldn't go on Good Morning America. I'm just saying that I just think because of the known secret that they basically admitted that they kept a secret on this is that I just don't think nobody should pick him up. But this is this is part of why I'm bringing the story up. But here, here's the real reason I'm bringing this up. So in the interview, he 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 basically goes on to to say this is that. Um, he, he said, yeah, there were some things that he did that, um, you know, he said, I mean, I had put my hands on her. I kicked the chair. I held her down. The holding down was the worst moment in our marriage. I never hit her. I never slapped her. I never choked her. I never did those types of things. Josh Brown, I know you're not listening, but. <laughs> if, if, that, if, 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 if you, you gotta some, speak the shit in existence, if, 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 if Josh if, Brown, if you listening, if you somehow listen, you's a dumbass nigga, and yes, I mean nigga in the sense of ignorance, and not in the sense as a black person, you's an ignorant motherfucking nigga, and you can't go on Good Morning America thinking you're gonna save your career saying bullshit like that. It, Josh Brown, domestic violence is domestic violence. I don't care if you like, like Chris Rock said in his stand up, I could shake her. I won't hit her, but I could shake her. It's domestic violence. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm look. sorry. You, you, you you're okay. not gonna you're not gonna pick apart certain things just to justify. Hey, I wasn't as harsh as people might think. No, 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 no. No, you committed domestic violence. Hey, but can we can we can we um can I put a little shade of gray on it if you may? <laughs> if yeah, go I, ahead, go okay. ahead, man. So, uh, yes. And I'm not disagreeing with you. Mm-hmm. That is 100% domestic violence. Um, but if Shawty uh, putting hands on you, you know what I'm saying, getting in your, you know, like, right. let's say y'all fighting. Right, right. And you trying not to fight. You trying to, yo, chill. But she beating the brakes off you. Mm-hmm. She She's obviously committing domestic violence. Are you wrong for grabbing her? No. Obviously, we had this, this I, conversation. We, we've talked about this many with times. With Joe Mixon, obviously, in Oklahoma. Like, we, yep. like, uh, I don't know. I don't, and um, Tony Switch says, you can forgive a one-time accident fueled by alcohol. 
not a consistent ass whooping by an abusive spouse. Um, I disagree. You can forgive whatever you feel in your heart to forgive. I'm not saying that one is wronger or righter than the other. Right. I'm just saying emphatically if the problem is, if the issue is you you hitting the motherfucker, um, if one motherfucker can get back in the game for hitting a motherfucker, another motherfucker should have the opportunity for hitting, for you know what I'm saying, for doing it. They should have the same opportunity um, just based on the fact that so, I mean, let's be very clear, y'all. Um, and, and you know, and obviously we we speaking to Josh's, Josh Brown's uh, Forgive Me Tour because he wants to get back into the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's not, I mean, um, that's what it is. He's right, trying, right. He's, he, wants, he wants to get back into the NFL, so he needs to run a tour to get people to forgive him in the sights of ladies. I don't, NFL think, I don't think he should get it. And, and Thorny Switch, I'm, I'm glad you brought up these two points. She said, these incidents are not equal. Ray had one documented incident and his wife forgave him. Brown beat his wife multiple times and they are divorced. There's a big difference. I agree with you there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She... Hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't. Well, let me, let me get to this one well, point Hold on, here. we got to address that first one. And I don't want you to, I don't want to skew from the points from the first comment. And then, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, so read, read the first comment again. No, no, no. She said, the incidents are not equal because Ray had one documented incident and his wife forgave him, whereas Brown beat his wife multiple times, and then now divorced. So, in 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 reference to Ray Rice making the NFL, going getting getting on an NFL team, mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with how wife said wife or said victim right. feels about him. Many folks back to thought NFL. that he was finished as a running back. Which, well, I'm just saying, in any situation, mm-hmm. Ray Rice, Greg Hardy, whoever, mm-hmm. if you is. It, the NFL, the NFL is more concerned about what it looks to the masses than it looks like to the victim. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. So that's why they, they're not going on this. He's not going on this on this tour, hoping that uh, Josh Brown's ex-wife forgives him. Um, he's going on this tour, hoping that he can be seen in a different light in the eyes of the masses, so that can uh, you know turn a team on and say, okay. He's right. not toxic anymore, mm-hmm. so we can mess with him. Yeah, and she also says you can forgive a one-time accident fueled by alcohol, not a consistent ass whipping by an abusive spouse. Well, um, we don't know how many times. A, we don't know how many times Ray Rice hit Janae Rice. Well, but I, I think but we're just. I think we're just, we're just going with what we got. Going off got what you. we got. Yeah, yeah I, but I, I, okay, I, I rock with that. But and then and then not a consistent. I, I mean, I guess I'll rock with that. But I mean. If it happened once, it can happen again. Mm-hmm. Who's this? You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it, it's really based on the the heart of the person. But mm-hmm. um, I, again, it, it really goes just back to my point. I don't think it's about um, what the victim feels more than if it more than it's about right. what the masses feels when we're talking about all these players want to do right. is get back on the field yep. and get this get this bag. Yep, yep. Uh, that ninja, I'm ninja. I'm so with you, man. He was not done as a running back. That's what they say because they always try to devalue the position. I'm, I'm I agree with you partly, ninja. Um, he had the one down year right before the incident, but to me that was an anomaly year because that was the only year where he was he had a down year, one out of six years. One bad year to make a decision. Though. Yeah, but but 
come on. I mean, no. you know, we, you know, we can go on this discussion. I know, I know, we, we I, I, I know. But, but this road. I'm, I'm just saying, in, in reference to what Ninja's saying here, yeah. he's saying they're trying to devalue the position. But I don't I'm think saying, that's why. I don't think that's why he wasn't picked up, though. I'm, I'm saying that down year that people claim, oh, he's on the downside. Mm-hmm. To me, was an anomaly. I'm just gonna kind of leave it at that. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, but I, 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 I think. That it was more about how the people were receiving him once the video came out, and that's why he didn't get a job. Yeah, and, and yeah, and and that, and, and the Ravens mean. cut him because, yeah, because the, the PR stuff, the radio yeah. came yeah. out, and it was bad PR, so yeah. they 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 had to let him go. I I I, I the, immediately when that video came out, I said to myself, they're gonna cut Ray Rice because um, of this. Thony Switch says, and as part of the masses, I note that he repeatedly beat his wife. Therefore, it's a big no. On this guy, and Giants should be punished for harboring criminal behavior. Fine, mm. the draft picks or whatever. Mm. Uh, I, I think it just kind of goes back to your point, Maestro. The the league cares more about their image than they do than about they, the, the, the victims. Victim. Un- unfortunately, right. it's it's the truth. Yeah. We we wish it was the other way around, yeah. but it's just not. It's just not what the but league is looking if it for. Was the other, if it was the other way around, that would, it just wouldn't be good for business. It just wouldn't be. Uh, the ninja. He wasn't picked up because he's black, and the racist white media went on the attack against him. But they had nothing to say about Johnny Manziel or Josh Brown. Which mean they had nothing to say about Johnny Manziel. Um, I don't. I think Ninja's trying to say is that they did not hammer Manziel as hard as they tried to hammer uh, Ray Rice in the media or any you know any African American that. Um, I mean, I feel you. Issue. I feel you. You trying to build your black power shit. But um, the the major difference, and I hate to I hate to be uh, you know I hate to be you know I don't know what I'm being. Uh, when you see on video, white, black, or indifferent, a man knocking a motherfucking woman out, that's just not going to be you know. Even though we don't I, have, even though we no, don't no, have to see video. No. To but really understand that you hit your Ray woman. Ray Rice was made an example, point blank and period. He was made an example yep. because there was a video of him punching yep. a woman, mm-hmm. knocking her the fuck out, mm-hmm. and then picking her up like and, and, and picking her up like mm-hmm. she was a damn rag doll. But we but we really didn't need to see it. No 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 really no no. The... No, you could say that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we did because the How reason so? why the, not for me. Maestro Styles or you Trey Frazier, not for our for our right because um, because like if Ray Rice, it, like if I knew Ray Rice personally, about the masses if, if for the for the yes for the masses it's a different it's a different reaction fan, for the person that doesn't watch sports like that whatever whatever you read a story about Ray Rice hitting a girl mm-hmm. or and, and you feel a way about it is wrong whatever whatever you see the video of it happening and you are mm-hmm. like oh shit. Sure, you know it, it, it creates when, when, it creates a reaction. In, Absolutely, in, in, in comparison to Greg Cardi, where you saw pictures, you right. felt a certain way about that, as opposed to Johnny Manziel, who there was just a uh, conversation right. that this is what happened. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? No, when I got you. People are most people mm-hmm. are visual people. You have it, it. I'm not saying that it wasn't important. I'm not saying that one was more important than the other. Mm-hmm. I'm saying when you can see it visually, it's like, oh shit! The masses react to video. Sure, sure. Because when you see it, it allows you to find the severity of it more. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So if he just pushed her 
into a wall, some people wouldn't look. Some people, yep. not Maestro Styles, don't come for me. Some people look at that and say that's not that bad. Whereas opposed to where this Bama put, um, you know, two hundred twenty-five, however much, right, into a punch. That didn't look like no sucker ass punch he threw at uh, Janae Rice. Right. That shit was real. That was a power joint. Yeah. That was so that was a power punch. We've seen video, and, and and so getting back to Ninja's point. If we'd have seen video of Josh Brown cocking or, or just flat out hitting his wife, mm-hmm. it would be received in a different light than what uh, it would. I, I would reckon it would be received in kind of the same light that it would be received. That that Ray Rice's situation would be received. Right, right. That's all my point. That's all my point. That's, yeah, no, sure. I don't think that's as much racism as it is just not having video. Right. No, sure. I I, I totally get that, but it's just that. If if Ray Rice came to me and said, Trey, I punched Janae, I was wrong, I'm sorry, da 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 me, I'm like, I don't need to see the video. You told me you put, first of all, you sh- you're not supposed to hit women. Period. Period. But I don't need I don't need to see the video to really to really get the understanding of how bad or how good or how bad it was. Now she, it doesn't matter. The only switch, she just, uh, I see your point, but I call shenanigans on that. When my friend told me how she was raped, I didn't need a video to call the police and borrow the gun. And, he, and, and it's a key point in what she just said. Uh-huh. Friend. Yep. That's different. Yep. You don't know Janae Rice. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you should, but let's be clear, you feel a different type of way when it hits home with somebody you know as opposed to when it doesn't hit home right. to somebody you don't know. Right, right. I know I personally I know family members mm-hmm. that have been raped. So it's not a situation where um, you know, it, it it hits home when it's somebody you know. No, true. Nah, so that's, imagine that's true. imagine if you just saw said friend on video, that would like you ain't you ain't you ain't Look, let's be clear. In my in my old age, I'm a grown ass man. If I see video of somebody I care about dearly being raped, mm-hmm. it's a different. It, like, it's a different feeling a different than different when it's somebody thing. else that you don't know. I I totally get that. I, I got I got to disagree with you on. I, I got this. You're not borrowing a. Tony Switch says, if any woman tells me she was raped, I don't need a video. You don't need a video to feel bad, but you do need a video to say. I might not. I might need to kill this motherfucker that raped her. If you're close to her, if, if you cl- if you're close right. to that person, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Because it's different when you know somebody and when you don't know somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know, point blank. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. Right, right. Uh, Sluggo, shout out to Sluggo here. Even if Brown, he's talking about Josh Brown, uh-huh. was caught on camera, the level of venom would not have been the same as. Um, yeah, he said it would not have been the same. Too much evidence to the contrary. Um, that look, that might be true, but you know, I mean, the situation was what it was. Greg Hardy just had pictures out, but we that that, visual, that doesn't prove we, nothing. We're visual people. We that's why we addicted to TV. That's why we addicted to YouTube. We're visual people. That's why we. That's why we're visual people. Right, right. Uh, what's the point of this rant if you're trying to say because of the video Ray Rice deserves harsher treatment? Nobody's saying Ray Rice deserves harsher treatment. I think what Maestro's trying to say is is that when video comes out of somebody punching somebody, the masses, and we're not, again, we're not talking about not you talking and I. I'm not talking about me individually. Yeah, right? you're talking about a, a group of people that love the NFL. 
Let's just let's just call it what it is. It's a group of people you that have, love the you NFL. Even, you don't even have to love the NFL. Sure, but just for the NFL we, sake. Let's be. And, 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 I'm sorry. It's, I, it's folks I'm, that it's, yeah. it's 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 for, it's folks that love the NFL that are always gonna blow things out of proportion. So when they see a video come out like that, they react differently, which causes the, which causes the NFL to react, and it's just it's just one big chain reaction. Um. Somebody like me and you, if we see it, it's like, the hell we got to see this video for? I mean, you said what you did. I mean, yeah. no matter how hard you hit her or how, you know, soft she fell, it, it doesn't matter. You, you, you're in the wrong. It, it, it doesn't matter. That, that, that's my point. And, the, and, 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 and to kind of sum up, and to kind of sum up, man, um, if, if, people, if people was riding for the likes of victims and victims and things like that, it'd be a whole lot of motherfuckers out here that got bodies. Mm-hmm. Because um, if we really, if we were really outraged, like we say we outraged about shit, we would ride. Yeah. We would ride. Mm-hmm. It's, it's point, it's, it's not, it's not a hard, it's not a hard uh, theory to grasp. If I'm that irate about something, yep. I'm finna do something about it. Point right. blank and period. Right, right. You, 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 and if you don't, I'm, and if you don't, then you, you, I mean, I, look, I ain't here to, you gotta accept the fact that a motherfucker, like, uh, let's be clear, we saw Eric Garner get choked to death and where was the mass outrage? There wasn't none. The reason why there wasn't one because we wasn't as mad as we think we are. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody talking about Eric Garner no more. Unfortunately, the last, unfortunately, the last time I heard something about Aragon is when we talked about him a couple yeah, weeks ago. I, I about, talked about, about his, about I his, talked about his mother um, continuing hood. to land, stay in the project. Yeah, I, see, see, and uh, yeah, I, look, because we we supposed to be talking about NBA. I don't know if we get into it right now. Look, now this is good. I, I love yeah, this. I love this. We got to stop with this fake outrage shit. And I ain't talking about nobody in particular. I'm talking about us as a people mm-hmm. because that's why we not respected. If we mad, we talking about we mad and we going to do this and we going to do that and we going to do this, ain't nobody busting at no cops. All these cops that killed all these black people, ain't nobody busting at them niggas. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, me, Trey, and anybody in this motherfucking chat room really about to go about that life and that action. Because if that was the case, niggas would be dead and niggas would have charges. Let me know who, who's out here busting guns and shooting at cops for what they did to Eric Garner, for what they did to Castile, for what they did to, you know, to, to Sterling, right. for what they did to uh, to uh, Dunn. Trevor Martin, like, I mean, Trayvon, like, Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Motherfucking Jordan Zimmerman was about to have a fucking celebrity fight. All we saying is that that's some stupid shit to do and we don't fuck with him. Ain't nobody busting. This nigga got off in court on TV yep. in front of our motherfucking face. Ain't nobody bust that nigga. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that we don't have a right to be upset. But niggas really need to sit here and understand the level to which you're upset. Because if a nigga shoot my nigga Trey... I'm murdering that nigga. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But a nigga murdered Eric Garner. I ain't gonna shoot at that nigga. Matter of fact, I know a nigga that just got shot down the street. I ain't gonna shoot the nigga that shot him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and let's be clear. The hood know who, who did what, when, where, and why. Oh, the hood always know. 
You know what I'm saying? The point is, is that getting back to the point, video outrage, video outrage, seeing it on video does add a sense of um, perspective to what was going on as opposed to you just reading it. Mm-hmm. The reason why the reason why Eric Garner was bigger than say uh, Jordan Dunn, or the reason why you know what I'm saying, right. like. The reason why that that was the reason why the video Philando Castile, the reason why those were bigger stories than some of the other people that because we watched it. Yeah, we watched oh, it was on Facebook Live. Head bust. Yeah, in front of us, that makes a difference into how outraged us people that don't really know these people. Mm-hmm. That changes the outrage on it. I think. Be- <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah. Nah, uh, hey, yeah. nah. We we love the chat room. No, we, no. We, lo- we love y'all. We we, we we definitely love y'all. Um, Thorny had something in here. Um, dang, I'm trying to look for what she said here. Um, uh, oh, she says, uh, the point video evidence doesn't always trigger a bigger outrage from the masses. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I partially get it, though. I, I, I definitely partially get it. There's it's this black versus white thing. It's this white privilege thing that's going on. I, I, I totally I totally get all that. But I, I, I guess what you know what you're Rough trying to get there. over I guess what we're trying to get over in this conversation is is that we're we're talking about separate incidences that have different levels to it and it just so happens that you know Ray Rice just happened to be under the bigger microscope because of the levels that because the situation was on. Because it was on video. It, it, it just so happens that was the unfortunate part about it. You know, I don't think we're disputing, you know, white privilege that, you know, America is against us. I, I'm not disputing any of that. You know, I've been, you know, I've been all about what Colin Kaepernick's been doing throughout the NFL season and all that stuff. I've been, I've been talking about all that. I'm, I'm cool with with all the, you know, with all the protesting and all that good I mean, stuff. I, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not and against first, it. Let me, and, 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 and let me backtrack and say that I appreciate the conversation. Let me just get that out the way. Um, I ain't never had a problem having these conversations with nobody. Um, Mocha, Boston, Trey, and Maestro ran over this showtime. I promise you, I, I mean, I know, I, I think me and Trey both agree that we like six to eight better. It just doesn't. Time just doesn't permit. It's that. just not. Yeah. The time just. Un, un, unfortunately, that. it's just not. Uh, it's just not suitable for us at the moment. I, I just so happen to get lucky, just for this week. Um, but moving forward, you know, we're gonna be on from seven to nine. So. But um, I appreciate the. I appreciate the criticism. And again, I do appreciate. Hey, uh, I do appreciate. And I did see. Rough buff, somebody need to shoot these grown ass men in the backside next time they walk around. I walk out the house in sagging skinny jeans. Right, right, no right. Doubt. I mean, right. Hey, <laughs> let, let's let's talk about uh, Terrell Owens getting left out oh, of the Hall of shit. Fame again, I man. About to, yo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we're we're kind of pressed for time and we kind of got off track, but you know it's 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 cool. Nah, I love talking to y'all, man. I, I promise I do. It's cool. I, I, yeah, I absolutely, to y'all, absolutely. Tony, I still love you, girl. Yeah, hey, I y'all y'all want to call into the show, man? Um, two four zero five three two two seven one eight. Somebody might have called and I would have missed that shit. Oh, was, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, two four zero five three two two seven one eight. If y'all want to call in and you know chop it up with us, man. You know we we appreciate y'all. Uh, 
hanging in with us and all that good stuff. But um, See, yeah. this is, you know, this is just, it's, it's bull, man. I, 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 I hate, hey, I, I'm sorry, I hate before the, you go, man, I'm sorry. Can I plug? What was that? Uh, make sure y'all go to Word, that blog site, we're on WordPress, and check out oh, my yes, blog yes, about yes. T.O. not making it to the, um, not making it to the Hall of Fame for, in my, in my honest, humble opinion, not making it to the Hall of Fame for Jason Taylor. Um, look. Jason freaking Taylor? Uh, are, are, you, are you kidding me? Uh, please read the he, blog. Wait, wait, he was first ballot? Is that what, is that? He, he, I feel like he was her first ballot. He was first ballot? Before T.O. How was the hell is he first ballot, though? I'm not even saying that he don't deserve to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Because he had a good... No, he don't deserve to be right, a first ballot right, Hall of Famer. Right, no doubt. I'm right, sorry, right, Mocha. Yeah, right, I'm right, sorry, but right. Jason Taylor... Yeah, about the make Trey go off. To me, yeah. Jason Taylor, to me... He's got longevity and all that good stuff, but the guy hasn't won anything. He's been with the Dolphins. I mean, that should tell you something. I mean, over the last, what, 15 years, the Dolphins yeah. have had one playoff appearance under his watch. And what, he went to the Redskins, right, yeah, for a couple years? I mean, went to the yeah. Redskins. Uh-huh. What the Redskins do <laughs> when he was there? They didn't do nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to base this on championships and rings and all that stuff, but, but first ballot? Over over T.O.? I got a problem with him being first batter over T.O. That's what I got a problem with. I can't, I can't accept him being a first batter Hall of Famer over Terrell Owens. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Pretty I'm much, sorry. In pretty I much can't. every statistical all-time NFL category. I, I, I can't do it. I don't give a damn about him ruining locker rooms. Yes, he did it. He, he did it every single time. He ruined the locker room until he went to Buffalo over Cincinnati. Every single time. He fucked up a lot, bro. I'm not denying that. No argument here. You're not about to tell me just based on stats alone. I mean, I man, he could have been punching coaches in the face. He could have been doing all types of crazy shit. But when he got on that motherfucking field, and let's be clear, he ain't getting no trouble for real, for real. Nah, um, not, not in the law. No real trouble for yeah. real, for real. Uh, you certainly ain't heard no stories about him hitting on no female. You, uh, I think the worst story was he ain't paying child support. Like, uh, like, come on, yeah, give me like, a break. Like, come on, and, I, and trust me, I'm, I'm an advocate of making sure you pay your child support on time. But look, stop, stop, young. Like, come on now, it's no reason. I want to know who the hell, how and, many people he done pissed and look, off. To, the, to, the to these dummy Hall of Fame voters out there, look, you kept them out. The first year he was eligible. I right, okay, y'all y'all want to make y'all point. Y'all y'all want to make an example out of this. Y'all want to you know poke you know poke the bear and all that stuff. Okay, cool. Fine. You guys proved your point. These voters proved their point. But a second year in a row, and you, and you don't get them in. I mean, I, uh, over Mocha Jason Bella, Taylor. No, Mocha, because Mocha Bella, she going. I I feel like she trolling me at this point. Um, <laughs> I would love, matter of fact, uh, I would love to know what his career stats were and see if they are top five as a defensive lineman, linebacker, anywhere. Well, look, um, I think, and uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, I'm not denying that he was a good player. His sacks might be up there. You think they top ten? It I mean, could, I don't know. It could be. I don't know. It it could it could very well be. Let's let let let's see. Let's see. Um, oh, that might be top ten. Yes, 40, 47 forced fumbles. That might be top twenty nine fumble recoveries, nine touchdowns, uh, one hundred and thirty nine and a half sacks, seven hundred and seventy five tackles. Hey, but look, 
Mocha better. I'm not mocha, saying he's that mocha, for you. Let me let me That's mocha, not the argument. Let, let me let me apologize, Miss Mocha Bella. I feel like I'm, we going hard on the Dolphins, and I don't I'm, mean to. I, I'm I'm sorry. I you know that that that's my fault. I, I didn't realize his stats was because uh, what 139 sacks. I wonder what that is on the list, like all time. I would imagine. Uh, I would imagine that's top ten. I would imagine. Okay, and if it's not, it's got to be like fifteen, like top yeah, fifteen, yeah, like. I would imagine. Um, look, look, look. The Heat won ten in a row, right? Eleven in a row. Look, I, it's not against Miami. It's just that. Yeah, it's nothing to do against the Dolphins. I like the. It's I like no the Dolphins. Reason is no reason in God's green earth or the devil's red flamey hot hell that he should be in the Hall of Fame over To. Yeah, no, it's just no way. You right. I when, don't trust the defensive ends. You right about that, Grego. What's I that? don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust him. Look, man. Look, look, look. Um, hey, I, I, I give Jason Taylor this. He's got a banging sister for yeah, a host. Yeah, she. she. I, I, I'll give him that. But first ballot Hall of Fame over Terrell Owens. I, no, I, I just. There's no way. There's no way in hell or heaven, for that matter. Um. Look, I gotta believe that that these voters worship the devil, dog. I, I, I it's, it's, it's no way. Jason He's, Taylor is number seven all yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like I, I, he had to be top ten. Yep. Because Reggie White is like at one ninety or something like that, right? One ninety eight. Bruce yeah, Smith right, is two hundred. Yeah. But um, look, man. Look, man. It, it over. T.O., come on now. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. Could have made Morton Anderson wait? Could have made the kicker wait and vote in T.O. Stop. Um, uh, uh, uh. Um, mm, mm. Mm. Not Morton Anderson. Now, wait, let's, let's, let's kind of, but let's, let's go through the list, though. Sure. Let's go through the list. Damian Thomason, yeah. first ballot, no doubt. Yeah. Kurt Warner, I think many people got questions about Kurt yeah. Warner, but... Uh, you got you got one Super Bowl. You have three Super Bowl appearances. I mean, you basically kind of revolutionized the greatest show on turf, um, taking that Rams franchise from what they were, um, revitalizing the Cardinals franchise from what he did. Staggerly, what up? I I think that kind of um, warrants a Hall of Fame. I, I think so too. You know, um, I mean, but sure. But if you're asking me, what I would I be willing to take out Kurt Warner for T.O. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd be willing to take out. I'll, I'll be willing to take out Kurt Warner. But the problem is, the problem is, is that Jason Taylor got in. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, I think you. So, I think you could so make I, Jason Taylor wait. I, I think would you could make him wait. Would I substitute Morton Anderson for Jason Taylor? Hell no. Would I substitute Kurt Warner for Justin for uh, Jason Taylor? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. I like that. Hell no. Uh. Hell no. Warner, yeah, Thorny, I agree. Warner could have waited, but... Um, but Jason Taylor Jason damn Taylor, sure could have waited. Yeah, exactly. Another two, three years. Exactly. He I, damn sure Jason Taylor could have waited. waited. But, he could have waited. But no, but, but for real, Mocha, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize the guy's sack numbers were like that, you know, like on the all-time list. I didn't apologize. The nigga still shouldn't have been first. I, I didn't realize that. I, no, because, you know, I, I, I kind of went off on but no shade Jason on the Taylor stuff. But no shade to the Dolphins. Yeah, 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 no. He shouldn't no. win that. No, yeah. Fuck his Dolphin career and his Redskin career. <laughs> he shouldn't have been in. Not, not over T.O.? Not, yeah, not over Terrell Owens. Not, and not then, over that. And then here's the other thing. 
Here's the other piece, right? T.O. Right. is not in because Trump got elected. I feel the same way. Yep. Uh, look, and here's the other thing. Trump next winning, year, yo. Next year, Randy Moss is eligible. He better get in. So, he so be- now... He, he better get so in. So now, Randy Moss got to get in, mm-hmm. and then you're going to leave T.O. out another year? They need to... When he got snubs for the likes of Marvin Harrison right. and Jason Taylor? Yeah, I... I don't get it. Cut that shit out. I, I, hey, I look, y'all, I'm going to start a GoFundMe page. I'm about to make a Black Hall of Fame. You a know black what, man? NFL Hall of Fame. Look, Maestro, I tell you what. I think if we signed up for the Hall of Fame committee, I bet you we do ten times a better job than half those voters I in that damn not, room. I don't want to join their damn, their damn Hall of Fame. I want to start a damn Black NFL Hall of Fame where we treat our black, uh, black athletes the way they need to be treated. And and and, and Staggerly, if TOA and Randy and but you know what they're gonna take a receiver and put him in. I I, I don't know who else is. They better take two. They, they, they damn they damn need to. They better but take two. Here's the thing: they probably don't take two. They'll probably put Randy Moss in before TO. And it's not to say that Randy Moss isn't deserving. He's mm-hmm. the first battle Hall of Famer. Yep. But the problem is, is that y'all didn't have TO waiting. Right, TO should right, have been right. the first battle Hall of Famer. And and another name we forgot in all this was Terrell Davis. Um, I think a lot of people are kind of up and down about Terrell Davis. Here's the thing with me with Terrell Davis. Um, would I have liked to have seen his career last longer than it did? Absolutely, I would have liked to have seen his career last longer. Did he have some great seasons with the Broncos? Hell yeah, he had some great seasons, especially during those two Super Bowl runs. I, 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 I appreciate that. I think you can make a case that Terrell Davis could have waited for T.O., I think you couldn't make a I mean, case. Here's, here's, here's what I'm willing to concede. Um, if you're asking me to pick one player over the other, Morton Anderson could have waited, Kurt Warner could have waited, yep. Jason Taylor could have waited, and for the sake that I don't know Easley's career that way that well, he could have waited. Who, Terrell Davis? No. Uh, oh, t- yeah, him too. Uh, yeah, Terrell so, Davis to me the, could the, wait. But I'm talking about Easley, uh-huh. the other cat that made it. I'm oh, not, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about. familiar with his career. Right, On right. that sentiment alone, yep. he could wait. Yeah. LT, only hands person, down. Only person in my mind that couldn't have waited before T.O. Yeah, no, LT. I agree. I totally agree with that. LT, first ballot, hands down, slam dunk, he's, he's in yeah, there. Yeah, LT had to go. Yeah, yeah he no, had, no, no, he no question about it. No yeah. question about it. But, um, yeah, man, uh, and, and quite frankly, I might not even make it in that Hall of Fame committee. I might be the one to get thrown we out the room. We need to start up our own damn Hall of Fame. I might get thrown out the room, y'all. We need to start up our own Hall of Fame. Where these black athletes get treated the way they need to be treated. Don't be too busy arguing back and forth with some of these cats. I fuck around. I fuck around. Go crazy. Throw a bottle. I might. I, 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 I might. I might. I might, I might punch one of the writers in yeah, the face. I fuck around and go crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I, I might. Uh, I might set I it off in that joint. Crazy. Um, it took Bob Hayes till he was dead. You want to say bullshit? He had two rings and a gold medal. I stamp. Stamp. Mm-hmm. But like shit, like. T.O., dog? Top three, top three in all these categories. He's number eight in receptions. Right. <laughs> and what that really says to me is that he do more when he catches the ball than most receivers. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> Second in touchdowns? Uh, come on, man. Come on. It's Come it's on. a slam dunk. These writers got an agenda, man. I, they clearly I, I, they don't like they don't like T.O. It's man. clearly an agenda. They don't like a young rich nigga, a young flashy nigga. And I, I just don't know why. 
I just don't know why. Yeah, I, I just don't get it, man. They they need to do something about it, man. It's it's getting worse. Um, I I, I got to shout out. Uh, I got to shout out a couple of guys. Uh, did some work last week uh, in the NBA. Your boy Tim Hardaway Jr. went off in the fourth quarter against the Rockets last week. He had twenty three points in the fourth quarter, and uh, the Hawks was down. I mean, they were down, down in this game, and they came all the way back, and Tim Hardaway just basically put the team on his back and carried them to victory. So, um, you know, good win for the Hawks, a great night for Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, Too bad he might not have another one this year. Uh, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, he, he might have another game like that. It won't necessarily be like a fourth-quarter comeback situation, but... Uh, yeah, he, he's cap- he's capable of yeah, he's, he's capable having certainly. some nights but like the, that. The press is still out for me with Tim Hardaway Jr. Right, right, right. right. Yes, Mocha, I'm going to shout out your Miami Heat. They won 11 in a row. I feel like I said that when I was trying to backtrack on the Dolphins. I feel like I said that. <laughs> Give me some props. Can I get some props? <laughs> you know, Black, I, know, I just want to be recognized. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to get some love, no yeah, doubt. Man. Yeah, yeah, the Heat, that, that, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. But, no, but uh, shots to them. I shout mean, out shit, to them. If they, do, if, they make, if they make the AFC, you know, count the way the Dolphins did on, you know, on, on one of these, you know, streaks. Right. You know, shots to them. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, yeah, absolutely. And uh, your boy Zach Levine with the Timberwolves, uh, he's out for the season. Fuck he tore his ACL. Fucked fuck up the dunk competition. Yeah. Definitely yeah. fucked that up. Yeah, man. That, so who who's in it this year? Because um, I, I saw DeAndre them Jordan. The, yeah, um, I did see that. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Gordon Aaron again? Aaron Gordon. Okay. He's um, pretty good, though. Yeah, but again, it, you know we was talking about, you know what we wanted to see. Uh, sure, sure. Both of those guys together yeah. makes it all the worthwhile. I mean, versus having one of the other. But yeah. Aaron Gordon's pretty good. But DeAndre Jordan? DeAndre really? Jordan and two other no names. Yeah. I don't really remember. Yeah, it's not. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. So it, I, I'm not. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not looking forward to the dunk competition. But hey, I wasn't looking forward to it when Le- when Levine went off. So yeah, for real, for yeah, real. So I guess I'll watch it. Right. Um. Right. I, I. You know, Staggerly. Look. Um. That was an epic. That maestro. It, it that was, was. It was. That it was, was to me. Sure. That was to me a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals right there. Oh, I thought you were just talking about the shot. I, mean, I, 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 I prefer not to speak on the shot, the four-quarter shot. What, the bank shot? Yeah, I prefer Yeah, that. I mean, look, the I Wizards lost the game, but, man, that felt like a playoff atmosphere right there, man. And and in and, and the history that I've lived here in this area, going to Wizards games every now and then, I don't ever get the feeling that the crowd is so much into it during the games, at least the games I've been to. And the games I've watched on TV. But last night's game, watching it on TV, it felt like this was like game six or game seven mm-hmm. of, of, a, uh, you know, of a, a playoff series. Um, I like their chances, it, they being the Wizards. I like their chances of getting the Cavs in the conference final. Man, playing, man. playing them, yeah, not necessarily yeah, winning the winning. series. Okay. I, I mean, I gotta accept that. But I, but I think that's, but that would be a win. That would be a win for the sure, Wizards sure, if they got sure. that far. It would be a win for the city of DC for them to get yeah, that far. Because we never, well, we haven't been that far in a long time. Yeah, of, um, of the four sports teams, yeah. they haven't been that far in almost twenty years now. Yeah. Well, shouts out to Bradley Beal who's trying to play, who's trying to earn his contract. Yep, um, he was a little iffy, you know. 
What do you at? Thirty some points. Yeah, Forty one last. Forty one. Yeah. Um, he was a little iffy in the beginning, but he right. seemed like kind of picking it up. And shouts out to motherfucking Otto Porter. Yo, that boy. Who pull up, who spot up jumper. It's getting better, it's man. It's getting better and better, game by game. Wizards ain't going away. All right, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, I'm just saying, we number three in the conference. I right. Mean, right. You know, I don't feel like the Heat is like. In that in that ball eleventh or something yeah, like that, you know. But no doubt. No but I tell you what, though, if they can avoid the four or the five seed, which obviously, if a second round was to appear, they'd have to get them in the second round. Mm-hmm. But if they could avoid the four or the five spot and maybe go for three or number two, then I like their chances against Toronto. I even like their chances against the Celtics because their chances against Atlanta because because less or Atlanta if they somehow get up that far, but when I when I look at the Celtics and I'm I'm just kind of going by matchups here, when you, when I look at Wizards versus the Celtics, the Wizards have guys that can score and they also got guys that can defend. The Celtics, while Isaiah Thomas is great at what he's doing, he's an MVP candidate. I mean, he's dropping. He's an MVP candidate. He's not going to win it. I heard somebody saying that John Wall is an MVP candidate too. Mm, I don't know. He's playing good basketball. Can we just can we just leave it there? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. But I I I I, I love Isaiah Thomas and what he's doing. Um, the the problem with the Celtics is is that if you shut him down, then you basically shut the Celtics down. Um, cause there's really nobody else on that squad that can give you some points. I mean, Al Horford, okay. I mean, he's not going to give you some stuff in the clutch unless it's something down low in the basket. Um, Jay Crowder, I mean, he's good defensively, but he's not going to give you no, you know, some production offensively on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the factor to me is Avery Bradley and he's been hurt for most of the season because his scoring has actually improved from last year up until now, right. up until this season. So right. that, that'll be a key for the Celtics if they can keep him upright throughout the season and go into the playoffs because I, 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 don't, I don't mind seeing – I think this is going to be exciting. I know people are kind of down about the way the NBA season is because basically Durant going to the Warriors basically – now, no, we now know who's going to the finals. Now, all but, we're doing at this point is trying to build up hope for somebody else, right? And, um, it's basically know, who's gonna and, who's getting to the conference yeah, finals. And, I, and obviously, you know, you know that's why you play the games. Obviously, an upset can happen, but, right? Uh, I mean, obviously, the post is that Cavaliers and Warriors is going to be in the finals, and you know, mm-hmm. everybody else is going to be second. It's just the question of okay, who's, who's going to play the Cavs in the right. East for the. For the East, for the East yeah. and in the West, I mean, I think people are on the Spurs, but Rockets looking pretty good. Um, you know, Utah's looking pretty good. Um, I don't know if they could challenge the Spurs for that two spot, but I mean, you got you got maybe three or four teams in that conference over there that could maybe challenge the Spurs a little bit. It, it just all depends. So, uh, Stagger League, I live in ATL. Hawks is the only team in Atlanta that can break my heart. Well, get ready. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. <laughs> they they're gonna do it once again. Yeah, Washington Just, will never win a championship again until they rid themselves of the curse of Trump. Well, 
the the, well, the sports curse in DC has been real. long been going yeah, on. Yeah, that's real. I mean, you're talking about going back to when Clinton was on his yeah. back end of <laughs> of yeah. his presidency. You know, so yeah, we've we've been uh, we hearts have been broken a whole lot of years in DC. Uh, thank God I'm not a Redskins fan, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but uh, man, it's 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 kind of. It's kind of tough for watching sports. Have, have the Redskins broken more hearts here than the other teams? Yeah, because uh, watch DC is a football town. Okay, I, I guess mean, well, yeah. well from that standpoint. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, point blank period. Yeah, I would, I, I would kind of lean toward the Capitals. Nah, only only because they're there every year, Mm-mm. and it seemed like every year they don't get past that hurdle. Mm-mm. No. So I mean I hear you, but I mean I, I I I can see how that would make sense maybe in Pittsburgh or somewhere else where I'm uh, not even really Pittsburgh, but uh nah. I would say in Pittsburgh. Uh, Since they I mean they got cups, so it's not like they don't love hockey in Pittsburgh. It's yeah, just that the Steelers I, are there. We like hockey in DC. I don't I wouldn't say we Yeah, they they pack the house every night. Yeah, we like hockey in DC. I wouldn't right. say we love hockey. It's not a hockey city. It's a football city. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's barely a basketball city. Like really right. um It's football. Yeah. It's, it, football. it's football. It's football yeah. and everything else falls underneath yeah. the wayside yeah. there. Um shit. National tickets in the midst of playoff runs almost every year, you can still get a Nationals ticket for five dollars. So, right, yeah, right, like. right, right. Um, so, a couple more, just one more thing here. Um, Matt Ryan, the MVP, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Jason Garrett, the coach of the year, which I, I'm. Uh, nah, he deserved that. Uh, he deserved that. Maybe Andy Reid over him. Maybe Andy Reid. Jack Del Rio for what he did with the Raiders. He's got to be. A, he's yeah, a close second. Yeah, he, I mean, definitely an argument. I would have been okay if Del Rio got it. I mean, I, I, but I look at I look at Cowboy again. Number one offensive line, cool, but two rookie quarterback, rookie running back. I, I, that's awesome that, season. Yeah, yeah, that that not not a good defense. Awesome season. Yeah, no I mean, no no question about to, it. You I, for me, you just have to give credit where credit is due. There is not. I mean, their quarter. I mean, their running back was the leading rusher. Yep. Um, their quarterback was uh, maybe not statistically mm-hmm. the best, but certainly up there with you know. Right. Right. Rookie of the year, by the way. Rookie of the for year, that. by the way. Um, I, I realized that I come out of this and Deku Elliott did not won, win a single fucking award. Uh, he didn't. I don't think he did. I thought he won something. Um, it's probably one of those. Awards that's named after a former player or something like that. Um, but other than that, I, I just don't see. Uh, oh, that FedEx Ground Player of the Year thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that no, that no, thing. No, no. Yeah. And then um, yeah, that's like giving Le'Veon Bell the the Game of the Year. That little dumbass right, right, right. Year award. Uh, right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Ziggy Elliott should have got. I mean something. I don't know exactly right. what. But Defensive rookie of the year, Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa, yeah. Um, wasn't really a whole bunch of people in compar- uh, in competition for that. For yeah, free. pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, happy for that guy. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, I mean with, the, with the stuff he was he going definitely, through. He definitely had a year for when he was there. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was, definitely yeah. He was helping the Chargers out with what he could help him out anyway. Exactly, right. It's kind of hard to. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I didn't know they had an assistant coach of the year. Like, why? Hmm. Uh, Shanahan won that. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. yeah. Like why? I mean, assistant coaches gotta get love. Oh, boy, stop it. 
Um, do need to mention Jody Nelson and uh, Comeback Player of the Year. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, that was a good category. Um, it was him. Le'Veon, Walter Payton, Man of the Year. Uh, Fitzgerald and uh, I, I mean, Eli. I'd be lying if I told you I cared about that. I, I don't. I don't care yeah. about it either. I mean, I'm sorry. It's, I mean, on, it's only because I, two two big names yeah, won it. Yeah, but right. uh, the award itself, and yeah, right. I mean, I think that's about it. Everything else is just like. Greatness on the road, Le'Veon Bell. Like, who the hell cares about greatness on the road? I don't. Who, who cares? I mean, he did have that one game against the Bills. Sorry, that's, that's the game. That's the game. That's the game they're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, so they pick games and stuff like that. Like, don't yeah. they have? Don't they have like the Never Say Never award or something like that? I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Don't they have that? Aaron Rodgers won that last year with the Hail Mary in Detroit. Uh, throw the switch in response to Shanahan to help sell why some folks should get jobs they don't deserve. Hi. <laughs> uh, love you, Thorny. <laughs> Let me turn to my girl like that, though. <laughs> what? Oh. All right, all right, what? Nah, I'm, I'm making you jealous? No, nah. I'm jealous. <laughs> nah. I'm not girl. No, that's your, yeah, I was going to say, that's your woman. That's your woman. I got love for you, Thorny. I'll say it like yeah, that. Thank you. <laughs> I got love for you. Thank you. Sir. It makes me feel better, man. Uh, speaking of the chat room, y'all, we appreciate y'all uh, coming in to hang out with us tonight, man. Uh, just want to thank everybody that listened in that's not in the chat room. I uh, want to thank Grego, the the ultimate Patriot fan, for calling in. Hey, man, for a few flex minutes. on them niggas, man. Flex on them all week, man. <laughs> if, it was, if it was the other way around and it was Pittsburgh winning the Super Bowl, yeah, we wouldn't have gotten to none of that shit we talked about. Yeah, I'll man. I've flexing on y'all this whole episode. Word up. And, and as for the Atlanta Falcon fans, I know uh, Rel Scott, uh, Kesey, and I see the homeboy Slugger in there. As for y'all, man. You blew it! Sorry, man. <laughs> I just had to get that one in there. Um, but hold, hold your heads up, man. It's, it's all good. It's, it's all good. Um, just want to remind y'all, if y'all want to check out the show, um, go to iTunes and click subscribe and tell your friends to tell their friends about our show on iTunes. If you got any questions about the show, you could email us at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at BarbershopSPOR2. You can follow us on Instagram, and you can follow us on our Facebook page. And don't forget, we got the WordPress blog site, so make sure y'all go check that out. Make sure y'all read Maestro's blog site, his blog post. post on WordPress.com talking about T.O. Destroying the NFL about T.O. not getting in. As a, it was a pretty good one, by the way. Thank oh, you, and 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 by the way, Maestro, uh, good good job on referencing the Cavs smashing the Knicks. Good good job on Thank that. Thank you, man. You I, know, I, you know, you I, know. I was insp- I was watching the game. The, the make me the make yeah. me more pissed off. Yeah, they, they, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, man, I, I do it for the culture, man. I love all y'all, man. I appreciate it, but I love Tony Switch even more. Nah, nah, right, no doubt. We out, y'all. Um, Trey Frazier here, Maestro Styles. Y'all have a good week. We're going to catch up with y'all next week. Peace out, y'all. To live and die in the beam. We boss are strong. Ain't no bones gonna stop us. I put on for my city on them TV and the chopper. I do this for Ducati. Ballin' be my hobby in that new two-door Ferrari with a cobble bitch beside me. Yeah, my all black and my gold on. Young Bobby all my brewing shit. Throw bullets like Brady, nigga. I'm Paul Pierce when I'm shooting it. Danny Ainge with that aim, nigga. 
will, huh? I got a squad full of hitters, boy. You pussy niggas get familiar. And we ain't standing for no fuck, boys. We got our fingers on the trigger. We love the hustle for the dollar. All the goons, I can't hold them back. They put the beam on your fitted cat. We in the beam where we get it at. from the start life yeah i'm a heat kid baby heat life living got me new side crazy life and heat streets where you find me at if i ain't wearing heat i got the bean on my fitted cap i got a squad full of hitters boy you pussy niggas get familiar and we ain't standing for no fuck boys we got our fingers on the trigger we love the hustle for the dollar All the goons, I can't hold them back. They put the beam on your fitted cat. We in the beam where we get at. Roxbury, JP in the ferry. Our niggas we, 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 we in the beam where we get at. We in the chest. My little niggas with you and we pull we, money we, cash. We in the beam where we get at. We in the pen. My homies with them friends. We, we, we counting up them bands. We in the beam where we get at. The South Fair. My homies make Call me Boston Strong Loud pack gang bitch I feel like Boston George All my niggas standing tall Like Parkinson Ultra Park We got AKs Like Arkansas Southside on the shit With a plunge at Shotty black work With the trees Like a lumberjack Fill a park Freaking So in love with gas And hustle packs R.I.P. Greasy
The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.